Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. Oh to talk to Neil, call 5670560 toll free for Dave and Broward yeah. or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. If you blow too much, you're in trouble. My dad knocked me off. Oh! He raped me when he tied me up. When I was killed by the AMD. I was killed by my daddy. It's a little bit on the slow side. You know, that's the way American justice works. Detective says John Bonet sexually assaulted. Oh, my God. How do you like that? What was it, Christmas uh, this year? It'll be two years? I do believe so. John Bonet Ramsey appeared to have been repeatedly sexually assaulted before the night she was killed. The first police detective on the scene said in an interview broadcast on Wednesday. Former Boulder detective Linda Arndt also said there were serious problems with the police investigation including a failure to question the parents of the girl six immediately after her body was found. I don't know why a lot of things weren't done in this case, she said on ABC's Good Morning America. Arndt said the girl appeared to have been repeatedly sexually assaulted before the night of her death. So I think that if we're going to be logical, we have to assume that this intruder, the one who killed her, just kept breaking into the house over and over again and assaulting her, <laughs> and nobody noticed. Isn't that logical, based on the way the investigation has gone? Uh -huh. yeah, it was the same intruder. It wasn't Mommy or Daddy or Brother Burke. I would say to George before the show this morning, I think just to be safe, just to be positive that we get the uh, killer, what they ought to do is have one of those triple-deckers, you know? Have an electric chair and put Mommy and Daddy and the brother, Brother Burke, in like side-by-side side and fry all their ass, and then we can be pretty damn sure. You know, it's like when you have uh, some kind of a tumor and they remove all the surrounding uh, tissue just to be sure that you get the malignancy out. So it only took like almost two years to figure this out, that she had been repeatedly sexually assaulted before the night of her death. And thank God that we have consistent American justice and that a guy that's got a lot of money like John Ramsey can't, uh, you know, postpone the inevitable. Or maybe it won't even be inevitable because by now, I mean, they contaminated so much of the evidence. Let's start working on the Lindbergh baby thing. They had a piece on CNN about that last night, and they said absolutely nothing. Does anybody with a brain really think that Bruno Hoffman killed that baby? No. Of course not. But it's only 60 years later, so why should we worry about that now? There's another case where they contaminated all the evidence. Brilliant police work in America, no question about that. <laughs> and on the same page right above that story in this morning's Scum Sentinel, another one of these isolated incidents. God, there's so many of these damn things. There's no facts in, in the church. 
Archdiocese sues defrocked priests, San Francisco. Catholic Archdiocese of San Francisco has filed a suit against Patrick O'Shea, a defrocked Roman Catholic priest who has also been accused of molesting altar boys and other children. Oy! Anybody believe that crap? No. No. I never heard of such a thing. The lawsuit accused O'Shea, former pastor of Holy Name of Jesus Church, of embezzlement and fraud and demanded the return of $252,000. Only $50. O'Shea would open ostensibly legitimate church bank accounts, then channel money to his own use, buying property and paying debts, while falsifying financial reports to the archdiocese the lawsuit alleged. O'Shea was permanently stripped of his priestly duties in 1995, following numerous allegations that he had sexually molested boys. Boy, How do you like that? There's no fact in, in the church. <laughs> day after day after day. And you know something? A whole lot of you people out there listening to me right now, you keep subsidizing this bull crap. That's the best part of it. You keep going there because you've been brainwashed. Yeah. You know, one of, the, one of the most tragic things I've ever seen in my life. Did you see the... Um, how much of the story did you see after the shootings last night? And, and I'll be honest with you. The uh, gun lobby, you people can be real grateful to Hurricane Floyd, okay? You ought to kiss the ground for Hurricane Cliff Floyd. Because this shooting, I mean, it was only seven people that got shot and killed. So why should they be getting much news coverage anyway? You know what I'm saying? Let's say seven. That's all. Not a big story. So it's getting, like, almost no coverage now because they're hocking away on Hurricane Cliff Floyd which we already know is, uh, you know, a lot of wind, a lot of rain up the northeast into a lot of heavily populated cities, Philly, New York, Boston, et cetera. But, uh, you know, that's uh, the weather. It's a weather story. It's not a story where seven people got murdered. So at any rate, one of the most pathetic things I think I've ever seen, although, of course, now we're becoming desensitized also to teenagers on stretchers who have just been shot. We see that a lot, you know. Here's some more teenagers coming out on stretchers. They've just been, there's blood all over them. They've just been shot again because that's the American bucking away. But at any rate, then they're showing this one thing a million times. There's this one uh, kid. He comes out and he's hugging his, in desperation, his friends. Oh, you've got to turn to the Lord. That's the only hope. You've got to turn to the Lord. Of course, the interesting part of this, and maybe some of you believers out there, some of you people are so much better than I am, obviously, and who'll be in the kingdom of heaven with Jesus. Uh, you can explain to me, this was in a Baptist church. This was one of those Wednesday night, we around the, uh, somebody can also explain to us what this thing is, where they around the pole, uh, what they're doing with their pole. Yeah. And here they were praying. It was a prayer service. And once again, God screwed up. He's too busy inflicting, uh, what was the other thing? They did a typhoon somewhere over there in the uh, Pacific, and we got uh, this hurricane, another one uh, girt behind it. And uh, he's too busy inflicting all kinds of horrendous damage on the mankind. He don't have time to be answering prayers of people who are about to get shot. Maybe they were praying to go to heaven faster. How come I barely hear you? Is there something? Is it this overhead again? It's because everybody know. comes in here at night and, and pops keeps around with this crap. Yeah. yeah, even though they were supposedly not going to be coming in here. But again, we uh, we don't count for very much. That's why we have this horseball studio. And as you accurately pointed out yesterday, that's why they have an 800 contest line for the rest of the station. But we don't have any 800 lines. Well, no, it's not for the rest of the station. What do you mean by that? It's only for the contests. I understand that. The other talk lines are, you know... No, I understand they also don't have an 800 line because they're also on in Fort Myers, some of the shows, and also can't get uh, calls toll-free from those people. Plus, of course, all the millions of people listening around the world on the Internet (laughs) to our sports shows. (laughs) And the five or ten who might be listening to us. (laughs) Right. Can't call. 
See, don't start off on a sour note this morning. We've got too many terrible, horrible things going on already, and you're starting on a sour note bitching about the state-of-the-art studios that Greg Reed built. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you, man? Malcontent. Professional bitcher, complainer, whiner. That's why we listen, by the way. We like it. Thank you. Just the way it is, baby. Another mass shooting. Yeah, and I got the thing here with Jose Lamb beating Rick Sanchez and A. Atkins died. I got that. Jimmy Johnson still bitching about American Ireland. Nice going there, Jimmy. Let him have it, baby, because American blows. They suck. Let them have it. And you know something? They're going to keep flying American. And every once in a great while, when I absolutely have to, I'm going to keep flying American. And so all the rest of you, because you got no choices. That's the wonders that deregulation did for us. In every industry, broadcasting, airlines, we got monopolies. You know, we have this alliance and that alliance. And what that basically means is there are about five or ten companies that run the whole goddamn world. And if you don't want to do business with them, just uh, crawl into a hole somewhere because you're out of business. Thank you very much. Nice going. Thank God we live in a country where we don't believe in monopolies. Nine minutes after ten at 560 WQM. Here's I already have a homosexual relationship with Neil, so I might as well have one with you, too. All right. He started out a regular guy who joined the rectory and made the ultimate sacrifice, embracing celebrity. Father, too. Amen. Bum, holding blue. Father, too. As time went by, his earthly needs compromised his choice. He found a way to get relief by altering young boys. Oh! Father O'Toole. Amen. Bum, holding blue. Father he was happy and gay till he got caught by some tattletale. Then the Vatican paid everyone off and he didn't have to go to jail. Father O'Toole, amen. Bum, holy fool. Father they sent him to a priest retreat where they genuflect and pray. If it was you or it was me, they'd lock us up and throw the keys away. Father O'Toole, amen. Bum, holy fool. Father O'Toole, amen. Ten fifteen at five sixty WQM. Don't miss uh, tonight again. Of course, another chapter in the ongoing CBS special. Dan rather tries to get pneumonia. I mean, you really have to wonder about this. I, it's reached the point now whether you don't know whether to laugh or cry. Here is a you know I like Dan rather. I watch. I've been watching CBS Evening News for years and always will. Far superior to a guy with a speech defect on NBC and far superior to the very stuffy and boring Peter Jennings. But the fact is that Dan Rather now, and last night he's out there again, 
getting himself just soaking wet, the rain pouring down his head. If, you know, if, if they would have had him like standing under an awning somewhere, if they would have had an umbrella, somebody holding an umbrella over his head, which is the way they used to do it, we still would have been impressed. Okay, Dan could be sitting in a warm studio in New York, but instead he wants to get right into the meat of the matter. And he's on there for CBS Evening News for 25 minutes last night, getting soaked in the rain pouring down his head. Then I'm channel surfing later on. And here's my good buddy. And he's got Dan on there again for another hour. And he's standing out there, not inside, not under a porch, not inside a motel with the other camera showing what's going on outside with the rain and the wind. No, he's there in Wilmington, North Carolina, and the rain is just pouring down all over his head. And he's uh, an old man trying to get pneumonia on your TV set. Then they got one of their correspondents on CNN, which they just showed again for the 500th time because of the amusement factor, not because of the news factor. This guy's in Jacksonville, North Carolina. The tape was made at 7.04 this morning. They keep showing that in the upper left-hand corner. You see what time it really happened live. And they've shown it 400 times since because, like I said, the comedy effect is so great. This guy's about ready to get blown away. The wind and the rain, I mean, he's hanging on, and it's moving him several steps to his right, and he's just barely keeping his balance and hanging on this microphone. I wouldn't be surprised if Al Sunshine shows up and starts bitching him out. And don't you understand what they're doing? They're insulting all of your intelligence. That's what they're doing. They're saying, oh, you're really going to be impressed with us because our guys are out there uh, practically getting blown away. As if you'd be somehow less informed or less impressed if their guys were like other under an umbrella or like uh, in the truck somewhere, you know, uh, just showing us what's going on outside without them being in the middle of it. Oh, yeah, look at that. There's Charles Zeewee out there, and the rain is pouring down his uh, yellow schmata. Are we impressed? No. No. You're a bunch of silly people. You're people in the media. I'd say like 95% of you. You're all silly people. You're a bunch of lunatics. You're crazy people. And like I said, this story, it just vanished. The story about the mass shootings at this Baptist church in Fort Worth, Texas, it just disappeared. I was watching when they broke in on CNN last night and I had the story. And then I'm flipping around on the small dish and on the big dish. And uh, I don't know any more about it now, 12 hours later, than I did then. But like I said, it was only seven people, you know, probably mostly kids. Dead teenagers were used to that because it's uh, the American bucking way. So anyway, getting back to Jose Lambeat in the South Florida Insider, getting to the meat of the matter, as he says. While trying to lose weight, Channel 7 Miami hype meister Rick Sanchez overate and that landed him in the hospital. <laughs> I was stupid, the anchor admitted it was a good lesson. He was stupid. Is that a bulletin? No. We already know that, Rick. Sanchez tells Insider he started the Atkins diet last month. The M.O., all you can eat of meat, cheese, eggs, and fat, but stay away from carbohydrates and sugar. Sanchez did that, especially the all-you-can-eat part. It was like two steaks in one sitting, Sanchez said on Wednesday, while trying to put together a mail-order weightlifting machine. Then I'd throw a huge veal cutlet on the grill. On August 27th, he came down with a back pain and was hospitalized. Diagnosis, a gallstone. Until the mishap, the five foot nine, yeah, five nine, maybe maybe on stilts he's five nine. How tall would you say he is? About four six? I'd say he's about three eight, Rick Sanchez, you know, on, on tippy toes. Until the mishap, the five foot nine Sanchez had lost four pounds. Hey! Oh, hear it. Oh. Four pounds, baby, and another eight in the hospital. Now he's at 182 pounds, and he's hired a nutritionist to put him on a steady diet of protein shakes. I get the shakes just watching Rick. 
Yeah, although I was very excited a couple of nights ago when he was out there on the edge of the bay, standing on the edge of the bay with the Otis Redding. Oh, it was beautiful. Just come on, somebody give him a little push, a little helping hand. They would have got a 90 share. They could have showed that thing over and over again. Everybody in this town would have been glued to Channel 7, showing them tossing Ricky Ticky into the drink. And Rick Sanchez, too. So there you go. He's on the Atkins diet. <laughs> you notice, by the way, the tremendous response we got this morning because of another shooting and there's seven people dead, probably most of the kids, although I don't They don't care. Where was God? Would somebody like to tell us that? Some of you religious nuts out there who are so much better than we are. And, of course, you know, that, like I said, the gun nuts are so grateful for Hurricane Cliff Floyd and for the way the media has just dropped this other story as if Hurricane Cliff Floyd is the only thing going on in the world. I mean, I realize, first of all, it's now a Category 2, a weak Category 2, and there's a lot of rain, and there's going to be flooding, and it's windy, and it's not, not a pretty thing, but it's just a shadow of what went by us down here that we just uh, missed by an eyelash. It's just a, a vague resemblance to what we had down here. And the fact that seven people got murdered again with uh, guns, now, we don't want to do that too much because then we'll get people all upset again, especially the NRA types. And, you know, it's kind of an interesting coincidence because I got my new Newsweek yesterday. And a couple of weeks ago, Newsweek had a front-page story, America Under the Gun, that I talked about, August 23rd, special report. And they've, needless to say, gotten zillions and zillions of letters, most of them from the gun huggers, because those people, they will write, they will call, they will fax. Those people are, it's like a religion. Speaking of religion, it is a religion. The gun huggers, yeah. And some of these letters to the editor, they all sound the same, too. They all sound the same, like they're, uh, you know, quoting each other, quoting from propaganda. For example, James M. Shaw, Salt Lake City, writes to Newsweek, I'm a lifelong gun owner, having been raised in the West in a culture that teaches responsibility and ownership and handling of guns, and have never seen any of the negatives you decry in your cover story. In response to your misbegotten agenda, I bought another rifle, another handgun, and many boxes of ammunition and sent a nice fat check to the NRA. Please consider your wrong-headed views on this subject. That letter right there, that is the definitive letter from the gun huggers of America, from the crazy people. This is their religion. And they'll make up every kind of story. In fact, where's the one about the trusting the government? There's another one of these that, uh, oh, uh, there's just a whole series of these things. Oh, yeah, here we go. The issue of guns is not about recreation, but about rights. In the past, our government has created gross violations of human rights, such as concentration camps for Japanese Americans. And we'll likely, boy, if those Japs would have just had some guns, you know, and will likely do so again at some point in the future. Inspired by the Founding Fathers, I believe that private ownership of military-quality firearms, military-quality firearms, helps deter government abuses. A registration scheme, in addition to being of questionable use in stopping crime, would facilitate the easy confiscation of firearms by a government that decides it no longer trusts the people. It is mere common sense that a totalitarian or police state cannot maintain control if every good citizen can buy high-quality firearms. How about tanks, huh? How about neutron bombs? Every good American should have a neutron bomb, at least a couple. At the very least, our gun law provides a barometer for our other freedoms. If freedom starts being stripped away, obviously the Second Amendment will be the first to go. As long as we have it, we'll still likely have the others, says Ben Rogers in Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. How do you like that? Paranoid and delusional, irrational, and making every excuse under the sun why we have this barbaric slaughterhouse of a country. 
that you all come to accept, because obviously nobody cares about this again, just like the last time it happened and the next time it's going to happen and the times before that. It doesn't make any difference how many young people or old people or anybody else they blow away. You all have come to accept it. And let's take a look at Dan out there in the rain again. Don't he look cute? Man, I just, I don't understand you people at all. I just don't get it. And like I said, like it always happens, the gun nuts, they're the ones, they're writing their letters. Like the, I mean, the, the one letter, the, this, just listen to the hostility of this guy. And this, this is a guy who's got a lot of uh, weapons, by the way. In response to your misbegotten agenda, I bought another rifle, another handgun, and many boxes of ammunition and sent a nice fat check to the NRA. That'll learn you to put stuff like that in your goddamn commie magazine. Isn't that beautiful? That's the American response to the fact that uh, crazy people all over the place have got guns, and every time they get pissed off, they kill a whole bunch of people, including kids. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's our one call: a mobile in Boynton Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I just I just made myself sick to my stomach thinking about all that meat and cheese and eggs in Rick Sanchez's stomach. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just have one little illustration of what you're talking about as far as the news. Big headline, the big picture of Floyd uh, and the big devastation where nobody was hurt, and they have one house that lost its roof in the Bahamas and got full brunt of the, uh, the hurricane. And then a little one-sentence caption, which you have to go, you have to flip, the, flip back to page 15A. Yeah. It says, uh, Gert is no longer a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, it's it's not news anymore because it's not going to harm us. You know, like a lot of people are probably thinking that this other hurricane is right behind. Yeah. And they buried the story because they, they want they want to tell us about destruction and and uh, just and have, fear of yeah. God into us. Mm-hmm. Fear of God. That's why God couldn't answer the prayers of these Baptists in Texas and Fort Worth last night. He's too busy creating all these storms all over the place. Exactly. The biggest issue we have in this country, I agree with you, gun control. Got to get rid of the guns. Okay, pal. Thank you. See ya. Commie bastard. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's get the gun hungers on the phone. Come on. Give us your propaganda. Give us your crap about how if we would just enforce the existing laws. Yada, 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 yada. You know, chapter and verse, we know it all by heart. Roger's God. You've seen him on Channel 7 News. First, as a two-bit reporter. Now, as a two-bit anchor that wears more makeup than Tammy Faye Baker and Mary Kay combined. Rick Sanchez sings. Hear the dulcet tones of the man who brought you Crime Check, Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez sings. Don't miss Rick Sanchez in his pasty face tour over Hialeah. It's one show you won't want to miss. Take for a good one. Sanchez. He loves his audience. 
I accept you as a precious gift from God. Damn, God! 1032 at 560 WQM. So let me ask you, who do you think is going to wind up killing more people? That lunatic in, uh, who killed himself, of course, in uh, Fort Worth or the hurricane? How many people have died in the hurricane? Do we have a number? We don't have a number? I haven't heard one yet. And this guy killed seven people in a uh, church service in Fort Worth, Texas last night. And you know what they're talking about on CNN? Northern Leeward Island. Hey, this just goes on and on and on. I realize, you know, there are, like I said, a lot of heavily populated areas up there, like real cities like Philly and uh, New York and Boston, but uh, it's rain and wind. This is no longer the gigantic, whirling, dervish, menacing uh, category, almost five hurricane that we had out here for a couple of days, scaring the living crap out of us. But nevertheless... Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Yo, God, how you doing, buddy? Great. Uh, proud Hurricane Floyd survivor here. Yes, sir. And uh, hey, thanks. Had, you know, not everyone could do it, but you know, hey. I'll tell you one thing: crawl out of their bed. It works great. You know something where we got the good training for that? Back in the fifties, when they had the Cold War going on, and they used to run the PSAs in the early day of television, showing you that if there's a nuclear war starts, you know, get under a, a table or under a bed. That's when we first started to learn how to do these things right. Yeah, that's right. I said, listen, I've got a problem. Remember that guy that called yesterday? He called up about Nick Cigars. He went down there. He was supposed to be running a special. And yeah. I don't know if you had a problem with right. the copy of what it was. Well, I heard you add that you've been running about Atlantis. And I called up there, and they don't have a clue as to what I'm talking about. Atlantis? Yeah, the Atlantis coming to Atlantis. It's in the Bahamas. You're running some uh, vacation Oh, you mean a recorded spot? I don't, I don't yeah, pay yeah. attention to those, yeah. God, they have no idea what I'm talking about. That's our sales department, of course. And then you get In fact, we're probably running spots for people that we don't even know we're running the spots. You know, and I know they're forced to hire miners. I mean, uh, you know. I... Yeah. Uh, do you think George could uh, put on that spot at some point? No. Who knows when he... no. no. We already got enough real spots. We don't have any time for it. Unless they <laughs> want to pay for it, we're not going to put it on again. Okay, pal. Have a good time right. in Atlantis. Have a good time there. Whatever that's all about. I don't even know. Do you know the spot he's talking about? We hire miners? From West Virginia. Black lung disease. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. That's it. Keep it light, okay? Don't start getting all morbid just because they're killing a bunch more people. Although we would like to know where God was, since all these kids were. I I, I don't know. It just makes me want to get on the floor, put my hands on my knees and my head in my hands, and uh, you know, put a for sale sign in front of the house and hop on a plane and just uh, get out of here. This is a slaughterhouse. These are crazy people that accept, like I keep telling you this over and over again, and I know goddamn effing well that I'm right. This is not a way that sane people live. And every excuse under the sun, every diversion, every perversion, everything else. We got the marijuana police. We got, Ellen. Oh, by the way, no tolls on the turnpike again today. Let's hear it. Oh. But... But thank you very much to the guy that called yesterday with the pig report about the feeding frenzy of the FH pigs out there yesterday. Yeah. You see, if you can take the tools off for days, but if you write that much business for the state, because the FHP, of course, is a state uh, police, so they're writing a zillion. Let's see, one good ticket's worth 65, 70, 80 bucks, maybe 100. So let's say 70 for an average, 75. You write 100 of those, you got 7,500 bucks. That's fifteen thousand uh, fifty cents in the uh, toll things. You know what I'm saying? So uh, God, well, is there any rational reason why? Not that I'm complaining, because here's the third day in a row. That's three bucks. Oh my God! And Pompano Park was closed last night. What a bonanza! I might be able to buy my own dinner next time. 
Don't I always buy my own dinner? Uh-huh. Yeah, except for the one that uh, uh, Joe and the JP bought me that night, which you were on vacation, thank God, because they weren't going to buy you no dinner. Here's a tamarack. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I have a real question for you. Was one not, it's, not, it's based out of fear. This hurricane that was coming looked like it was going to be pretty close. Yeah. I started getting nervous about the people who live in my neighborhood talking about carrying rifles and shotguns in their house for people coming into their house to pillage and loot. Uh, and I don't know what to do. I was tempted to go out and buy myself a gun to protect mm-hmm. myself, not for any other reason. Yeah. I decided not to. But you know, I lived in a state of fear in, in an area where these people who have no clue what they're doing mm-hmm. ready to take out guns for, for almost any reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, what... What are we supposed don't, to do? Don't you understand? That's the American fucking way. That's right. I know it is, but it scares the... Crap up. Okay, great. He said he's scared spitless or something like that. Five six seven oh five sixty. Lots of open lines here this morning. Again, they're in La La Land, baby. Are they awake? Yeah. guy. He was ready to take one, but he doesn't give one. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on it. In fact, maybe if somebody's got more information about this story, because I'm 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 hopeless. I'm turning on Fox News. I'm turning on CNN. I'm turning on uh, everywhere I can. I can't find any more goddamn news about this story. It's a non-story. It's a non-event. Because I guess if it's under a dozen enough, it's under a, a dirty dozen. We don't talk about it anymore. It's not a big deal. Here's Miami Shores. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I have an idea about gun control, how to get it passed. Sure. Yeah. Maybe you've already mentioned it. What if we took away all the uh, metal detectors and security from the uh, Capitol building? How fast do you think those guys would pass gun control? At that yeah, well, that ain't going to happen. Well. And how did that guy get in there, by the way? How did that mental... Well, they got to thank glad you mentioned that because I forget what night they're having that piece on about... On 2020, it is about this guy and how the hell how come he could have been running around on the loose in the capitol building crazy person yeah yeah but if you took away a certifiable their... crazy person who should have been locked away somewhere if you took away their metal detectors how fast well that ain't gonna it? happen okay thanks pal not gonna happen not certifiable certified he had already been certified right that's what i'm saying crazy person just like the guy out there in California who tried to turn himself into the uh, the nut house up there and then went, you know, wacky, and they gave him a few days in jail, you know, a couple of months. See, this is the problem. Let me say it again. One of the big problems, and that is this. Instead of putting all these marijuana people and all these other drug people, if you deal with a drug problem, assuming we got a big one, as a medical problem and not a criminal problem, and open up all the jail cells and all the uh, goddamn institution cells, and you put away the dangerous people, and you protect the civilized people from the dangerous people, then maybe you accomplish something. So we got something called the war on drugs. <laughs> That's right. Except that the airport, what? That piece was on last night. I was wondering where I saw it. Crap, I didn't see it. I thought I saw the promo for it last night. A lunatic. Yeah. Many times over. Out on the loose. Out on the loose. Yeah. What a surprise. Lunatics with guns. Not just all kinds of ordinary run-of-the-mill people with guns, but lunatics with guns. Crazy people with guns. How's John Hinckley doing, by the way? I think he's got a uh, pass for the week. We'll be seeing him today. By the way, Hank Goldberg's got Beano Cook speaking to John Hinckley from 2 to 3. And then the 3 to 3.30, Hank will be doing the uh, solo routine on the show, too. 3.30 to 7.15 in Marlins, going for seven in a row out of San Francisco. Losses, that is. And then we got the Panthers' first exhibitionist game of the season, finally, after we had all these cancellations. The Panthers at Nashville, well, actually in Knoxville, Tennessee.
And we'll be doing that in progress with uh, Jiggs McDonald, who's a great uh, old guy. Who's an old guy. 21 before 11 at 560 WQM. You better. That's bastard. Catholics are having a problem with some of their uh, altar boys getting blown, and these uh, Baptists last night had a problem with some of their people getting blown away. Church shooter identified, thanks to our listener out there for facting in this information, because obviously there's only one story going on in the world, and that's uh, speaking of the big blow, uh, Hurricane Cliff Floyd. That's all that they care about, and all the news networks, every goddamn affiliate, every channel in history, that's all they care about right now is some rain and wind. Church shooter identified. A gunman shouting anti-religious curses and ordering his victims to stay still pumped a hail of bullets into him singing teenage worshipers in a Baptist church Wednesday, killing seven people. CBS News correspondent Sam Litzinger reports the gunman then turned the weapon on himself. Successfully, by the way. A 47-year-old suburban Fort Worth man has been identified as the gunman. Acting Fort Worth uh, Police Chief Ra- Ralph Mendoza identified the man as Larry Gene Ashbrook of Forest Hill. He said he knew of no previous crimes by Ashbrook. Witnesses said a tall man with a mustache or a beard and long, dark hair, wearing a black jacket, black shirt, and blue jeans, stepped into the main church hall as about 150 people were singing hymns. He hits the door real hard to make his presence known, and he just immediately started firing, said Dax Hughes, the church's college minister. Ashbrook using a 9mm semi-automatic handgun. Using a 9mm semi-automatic handgun. And let's go back to that uh, letter again in Newsweek about how Americans don't just have a right to have firearms, but military-quality firearms to help deter government abuses. Because I'll tell you, when they unleash the nerve gas to calm you bastards down, you got to shoot every one of those goddamn buggers real uh, close. You know what I'm saying? you got to have semi-automatic weapons to get those germs before they get to you. Using a 9mm semi-automatic handgun, fatally shot three adults and three teenagers in the church, said Lieutenant David Ellis of the Fort Worth Police Department. One person died in the hospital. He was walking around in the sanctuary making some sort of derogatory comments about the Baptist religion, said Acting Police Chief Ralph Mendoza. After the 7 p.m. shooting, a pipe bomb exploded on the balcony. A bomb squad was inspecting several suspicious packages found at the church. Shortly after 8 p.m., police told reporters and bystanders to get inside an elementary school uh, across the street from the church because of the explosives. Five of the wounded were taken to uh, John Peter Smith Hospital, one of them, et cetera, and so on. Mendoza said investigators believe Ashbrook acted alone, and there was uh, no indication that anyone uh, that he knew anyone at the church. The motive remains a mystery. The man walked into the sanctuary, pulled the gun, and began firing. Christy Martin, 17, said, I just saw him point the gun and shoot, she said. 
Scores of teenagers attended Wednesday night's weekly service because of the annual See You at the Pole ceremony. See, I told you, you didn't know what I was talking about. This is a Baptist thing. They have it once a year. It's called See You at the Pole. I'm not sure whether it's north or south. Dax Hughes, the church's college minister, said at least 150 young people were inside the sanctuary when the gunmen arrived. When the gunfire was over, Hughes said, Ashbrook sat in the back pew, put a gun to his head, shot himself, and fell over dead in a doornail. So there you go, boys and girls. Another saga from America. Another little piece of Americana for you. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Uh, Neil, whatever happened to that guy that Rick Sanchez ran over with us? Let's go to a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. He was doing his best, Charles. Yeah. In the church. And? And he didn't kill any. Okay, thanks. Five, six, seven. Okay, some real thoughtful calls here again this morning. This is great. Let's put on the Noah Weather Channel, okay, and we can be as impressive as the as the fan is whapping. That's what we ought to be doing today. These people got no material. They got no thoughts on their mind. They're in la-la land, baby. Yeah. Which I've been very accurately telling you for the last two, three hundred years. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Pompano. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's up, man? Uh, I was listening to the show yesterday. Yeah. And I couldn't call. I was at work. Uh, I was at Mango's. Uh, on uh, what day was it, Tuesday? Yes. When Al Sunshine walked You want to in. apologize now for being there on Tuesday, sir? No. I, li- I, li- I was sitting inside, and I see him. He's in- he interviewed uh, the... He's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, he interviewed, I think, the manager or the owner of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting with my girlfriend, and I tell her, I said, if this fat ass comes and, and, ass- and bothers me or harasses us, I'm going to stick that microphone and shove it up his mouth. I hate... I can't... Shove it up it- his ass. I never liked that guy. He's always trying to, you know... Just to everyone's business. Like I mean, you talk about taking yourself a little bit too uh, seriously and a little more self-important. I mean, I realize he's got that schlock job on there, you know, a shame on you routine, which is a package consultant deal they created for him. But nevertheless, I mean, in the middle of an emergency to be running around lecturing people and bitching people out he, while the sun was shining? He should be ashamed of himself. And, uh, you know... The problem is, the hurricane wasn't even going to hit us. I mean, right. what, should we just be scared and crying, sitting naked in our houses? Yeah, there you go. I mean, I don't understand what what, what they want what what the, what they want us to do. And uh, Dwight, you know, I used, I used to have respect. I know what I would like him to do: go mind his own business, go do something instructive. Yeah, I agree. And I, you know, I was watching the news earlier that day, and uh, I used to have respect for Channel Ten. I, I like uh, the weathermen they have, but I can't stand Dwight Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the news. And these people were at, uh, they were showing clips of these people at, uh, Hallover Beach. Every three seconds they well, were yeah, showing it. Right, but, you know, there was, there was a little wavy and, and, and this and that and, and. Wavy gravy. There yeah. was a dog, and the guy says, the dog didn't, and Dwight Letter says, the dog didn't ask to be there. Take, you know, how can they be sitting there because the dog's getting a little wet? How does he know if the dog asked to be there or not? Did he speak to him? I, well, whatever. The point is, who, I mean, what, what, what a bunch of sissies. I mean, we're, right. they're watching the, the waves. Nothing's happening. I, I walk out of here at 2 o'clock that day, and then the sun is shining. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. There was no problem. There was no wind. There was no hysteria. Life was going on. And they're acting like uh, they're all depressed because, they're just like the mayor, Mayor Pinga, they're all depressed because we're not getting psychotic and, and, and panicky and, about and, it. And you know what's funny? Because uh, someone called before, you know, it should be on the front page today that that other, whatever, girth or whatever it's called is not going to hit us. Girth, Why right. is that on, the la- on, the fi- on 15? Right. Why is that not on, that should be on the first page saying, hey, you know, because let's... that would be giving information. That would be like being a real newspaper. They don't want to do that. Well, I think it's terrible, and you know, they, we should hold them accountable for for their lack of journalism. Well, just say no. to Al Sunshine. I'll see you at Mangoes. 
All right, later. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty. I didn't have much comment on that yesterday, probably because nobody watches Channel Four, and almost even far fewer know who Al Sunshine even is. He ought to change his name to Al Gloomy Day, not Sunshine. Al Dark Cloud, because he didn't bring any sunshine into our lives on Tuesday. He was—he just infuriated, nauseated me, revolted me with his disgusting, unacceptable, psychotic performance, bitching people out, making all kinds of uh, accusations. Don't you feel responsible that you're jeopardizing the lives of your uh, people here? No, no, no. Get out of here, fatso, before I break your goddamn legs. Honestly, I, I would have paid a thousand dollars a minute to have seen a live uh, shot of that when they really just uh, beat the crap out of him. Just ripped the mic out of his hand and just uh, smashed the camera and did one of those routines, you know, like we see on the Tom Green show. In fact, that's what they should have had. Was Tom Green going in there doing the same thing? At least it would have been funny. Here's a Coral Springs. Hello. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. Hey, listen, i got to speak to you about gun control. Yes? Uh, it's, it's really a tragedy to see all these murders that are going on. But, uh, but the reason uh, that we have the Second Amendment uh, uh-huh. is because... Second Amendment's got nothing to do with individuals owning guns. Of course, you do understand that, don't you, sir? No. It, it, yes, it's, 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 it's a well-regulated it. militia. It's got nothing to do with individuals owning guns. Well, back in colonial days, most individuals didn't own guns, by the way, but nevertheless. Okay, anyway, the reason anyway. our forefathers gave us the right to have guns yeah. is so that we can protect ourselves from the government. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you'd have Waco, Texas, uh, any sir, time sir, this, okay. this, These excuses talking no, about stuff. No, it's true, Neil. You, you I mean, don't want to have a conversation. Danger. Okay, have a nice day, pal. Another asshole. He, I let him say his thing. I listened to it. And I'm starting to respond. No! Okay. Okay, no. Whatever you say, pal. No. Just like I said, it's like arguing with the religious people. It's a religion. You're a crazy person, sir. You are certifiable. Just like the guy that went in there and shot up the Capitol building, you're certifiable. You belong in a rubber room somewhere so we can be protected from you. We also had, back in those days, we had slavery. We had women, uh, you know, who were like, uh, couldn't, didn't have the right to vote even. Tenth-class citizens, much less second-class citizens. So all of this business, when it's convenient for you, it's kind of like selective piety, like the religious people do. Let's look back at those great forefathers and look at all the wonderful things that they did. They were so far ahead of their times, like Patty Chayefsky, not... So you have to base your laws and you have to base the foundation of civilization based on the realities of what it is today. Not what it was 200 years ago, not what it was when Jesse James was running around or Wyatt Earp or Wild Bill Hickok or Alfred Hitchcock or anybody else, but based on the reality of what it is today. And I'll say it again for the eight millionth time, the American people collectively have shown beyond the shadow of a doubt that they aren't responsible enough to own handguns or any other kind, much less any other kind of guns. They're not responsible to do it. It's like if you had a kid who's 17 years old. Now, legally, he can go out and get a driver's license. But if every time he got in the car behind, every time he got behind the car, he wrecked it, he got into some kind of a horrendous mess, you'd finally say, hey, guess what, Tommy? You can't drive a car anymore because you're irresponsible, you're a klutz, you're pathetic, you're dangerous. And the American public has shown, and I don't care how many millions of people, I don't want to hear statistics, how many millions of law-abiding people and hunters, et cetera, and so on. The fact is it's too goddamn dangerous because just as much as they talk about their rights, how about our rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which means to be living safely and walk the streets and not have to be afraid when you go to school or walk outside that somebody's going to blow your crap away because every nutcase in the world has got easy access not only to guns but to semi-automatic guns. Uzis, 357s they got. Man, everybody and their brother should have a 357 Magnum, I think. And a bunch of automatic weapons, too. 
so we can all be like Clint Eastwood. I feel real macho. Sir, you're the definitive, exactly what I'm talking about. There's no chance of having a conversation with people like you because, you know, I'm trying to be polite. I shouldn't listen to what you have to say. And as soon as I, no, no, okay. I'm sorry, sir. I'm, excuse me for confusing you with the facts. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, I want to ask you a question. Uh, you may get mad. I don't know. but And this has nothing to do with whether you believe in God or not. But you, a lot of times, harp on a lot of the negatives on religion. What mm-hmm. about some of the positives? Like what? A lot of things. Have you ever been to some of this, like some of the towns like Tennessee and some of these places? I, where bet, they, yeah, they, I lived in Nashville for two months. I couldn't get okay. out of there fast enough. The, okay. the most bigoted, obnoxious bunch of drunks I've ever seen in my life. Well, there are some good areas where there in if a, <laughs> there are some good areas where there are families who lose homes during, due to tornadoes or and hurricanes why God, or whatever. And why does God allow those hurricanes and tornadoes? This, has, does, nothing, this has nothing to do with that. I'm just talking about no, people no, who no, are, you can't. You again, you're being selective. You're giving me a song to dance about the good things religion does, and of course, God being the foundation of all religions, depending on which God we're talking about. Why does your God uh, create all these natural disasters and wreak so much havoc on His people that He invented? That's a very good question. Okay, thank you. When you come up with the answer, call me back. For the same reason that here we have a prayer thing last night. This was in a church. This was not in the middle of a cow field somewhere. This was in a church. Bunch of young people praying. They're entitled. I mean, they can, you know, they're entitled to their superstitions. They've been brainwashed. They've been, uh, you know, had their brains taken away by their parents. But here they're praying to God, and all of a sudden, people start getting shot left and right. Where was God, sir? Instead of interrogating me, you tell me, where was God? Answer the question, Father Paranoia. This is 560 QAM. Oh! I don't have to grow up. I'm a gunzer of kids. I can always kill myself for something bad I did. It's gonna be cool when I kill everyone at school. Cause my dad said it's okay. I'll exercise my rights. That's by the NRA. That lets me be a gunzer of kids. Oh, right. He's a gunzer of kids. I told him how to shoot. What? He really loves the side of blood. No, ain't that kind of cute. I'm a homicidal Nazi red. Next, with the side on the internet. All right. I'm a lifetime member of the NRA. That's why I raised the guns or us kids. Here, son. Oh, boy, a clip for my gun. I'm glad that Laura guns or us Eleven oh two at five sixty WQM. Wait till you hear this story. Hang on tight to the sides of your seat, especially those people who are as nauseated and as offended by the sports nerds as we are. This is one of the greatest stories in history. Huntsville, Texas, William Prince Davis, who killed a man for $712, praised the Dallas Cowboys professional football team Tuesday before he was executed here. I'd like to say in closing, what about those Cowboys? Davis said just before the lethal injection took effect and he was pronounced dead. Was he wearing a jersey? Well, they were down 35-14 the fourth quarter there on Sunday. Made a big comeback. What an overtime. All right. There's Ishmael. There's the rocket going down the field. He got the touchdown. All right. The Cowboys of the National Football League. This is from Reuters, of course. So they're a little of the National Football League, just in case we don't know who they are. Well, we all saw Debbie does Dallas. Came from behind to tie the Redskins 35 and then won in overtime. 
Davis, 42, was sentenced to death for the June 1978 murder of a Houston ice cream company manager whom he shot in the chest with a pistol as he robbed him of $712 in receipts. June 78, it's 21 years later, and they finally gotten around to uh, putting him to death. He was the 24th person executed in Texas this year and the 188th since the state resumed capital punishment in 1982 after lifting of a national ban by the U.S. Supreme Court. Before he died, Davis apologized to his victim's family and his own. No members of either family attended the execution as witnesses. I can't imagine why. Davis also said he was donating his body to science and that he hoped this would help someone. But his final words were, I'd like to say in closing, what about those cowboys? Now, that could be any QAM listener, of course, during the other 20 hours a day when the sports nerds are listening. What about those fish? All right. That, that's the greatest story I have ever read in the history of my life. That, it's just, it is so perfect. Perfect. Too bad football doesn't begin with a G, because then you could have the three Gs, football, guns, and uh, God. But there is a tremendous similarity, because you do realize that guns, God, and football in Texas are all religions. They could change the name to goofball. Yeah, there you go. I'd like to say in closing, what about those cowboys? Oh! See ya. It's a true story. That, that's the worst part. It's true. It would be a great joke, but it's true. And you, you do understand. That's the American fucking way. That's right. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. What about those cowboys? Oh. Let's hear it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Hello? Mo- mobile in Miami. Yes, sir. Hello? Speak to me, yes. Yes, uh, I'm not a mobile, I'm on a landline. Here's a landline, uh, whatever this guy is, landlocked. Uh, I got a call from my mother from California on Tuesday when there was all this hurricane coverage. Yeah. Uh, my sister was... Was she going <laughs> like that a lot? <laughs> no, what happened was my sister worked at a hospital in, in Anaheim, California, and yes, the gunman went in there and shot three people. She says, well, you should be hearing it in the news. I said, Mom, I can't hear anything because all we have here is the hurricane. I never even heard that story. I never even uh, got one little uh, sentence about that story. No, it wasn't even covered by the papers here. But uh, the L.A. Times, the guy went in. He was pissed off because his mother died, and he went in and killed um, three um, indiscriminately three um, workers in the hospital there. But um, I'm sure glad he didn't discriminate anyway. Uh, well, he didn't, but um, I think it's come to a time, and I believe New York City, don't they have a um, Very city law that mm-hmm. you can't have a gun? Mm-hmm. And I think unless, people, you, unless you got a permit, concealed the weapons permit. And I think it's time for people here in this state to just um, go to the streets and let, let's say, hey, no more guns. Because you can't, oh, yeah. you can't yeah. be safe in the you church. Go, you go on the streets first and let me know how you do, pal. <laughs> well, you'll be right behind me. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Nick. Okay, pal. Have a great day. Yeah, this story, is it getting any coverage at all? No. 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 What are they talking about? Hurricane warnings, which are in effect because the... Oh, my God. You know something? You people at all, all... It's hopeless. The people in the news media, they're all uh, taking the same funny juice, okay? They're all crazy. Five, six, seven. And how about those cowboys? Oh! Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on our AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? All right. Uh, first time caller. I uh, love your show. I think you're great. Um, about the gun issue, uh, I love guns. Don't own one. Uh, but I think they should take everybody's guns away regardless. Um, you got my vote on that. Um, 
And you know, I think that you have a special gun range where you go and you use their guns and you go shooting there with their guns and then you return the guns and you get to go home. And well, why is that? What do we need that for? What's what's the well, point? Well, that's for the people that that, because that like a, guns. Because it's a good hobby. That's that's the people that like yeah that like you know that like guns that are that have the hobby and and they want to go shoot somewhere, mm-hmm. but they don't you know still they don't have guns and they don't have no guns in the street and uh, and man you, know, you got my boat on that. Um, uh, you know, uh, I'm out of subject. Uh, and have a great day. Thank you. See ya. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Any? Oh yeah, here's a lady in Hollywood. I was just about to rip the woman again. Here's one. Hello. Hi Neil. Yes ma'am. Hi. How are you? Okay. I was just wondering whether you uh, caught any TV, like Court TV last night. You no, were on. No, I don't watch Court TV. No. But you were on though. It was all about guns in Miami. Of I was course. on Court TV. Yeah, they took you as you were. Uh, like you do quite often, I guess, but I don't know how they got you on film, but talking about how down here is like a slaughterhouse with everybody having the guns and all. Yeah. And they just they just did like a, oh, probably about a two-minute thing of your show hmm. with you on there, and it just where fit right they, in. Where did they get that? Remember right. a long time ago they asked uh, when we were doing the Whammy thing if they could put you on court TV and the Whammy oh. people gave them some footage. Oh, that's where they got it from, from Whammy. I was shocked. Was I could... did Whammy, yeah. But you fit right in, you know. Whammy. I that guy. God, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. The guy I called before, why can't you do something positive you know, about all About your... God, yeah, about yeah. religion. No. Isn't that disgusting? When they stop killing each other and, uh, you know, doing all these crazy things and, you know. You're right on the money again, okay, as you sweetheart. were with the Weather Channel. Crawl under Thanks. the covers. Thanks, Neil. Yeah, we just came out. The hurricane, we got the big blow out there. We just threw all under the covers. We came out again, and all of a sudden the sun was shining in spite of Al's sunshine. And now we're getting ready to crawl underneath there again, I think. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, nine minutes after 11 at QAM. I've got two sets of lips. Are you an a-hole? How about a mother effort? You can be when you attend the Euphemistic Profanity Seminar, coming to a Ramada Inn at an airport near you. That's where a Euphemistic Profanity instructor will show you how to use cartoon expletives in place of the words you really want to say. For example, an outburst like this might prove embarrassing. Hey, Jed, don't step on that rake! Ah, holy but after just one seminar with a euphemistic profanity instructor, the scene can completely change. Hey, Jed, don't sit on my face! Ow, mother, father, cheese and crackers! You court-salting son of a bugger! Better? You bet. You see, the system of euphemistic profanity is easy to learn because it's been perfected over thousands of years and used by the world's most virtuous people. Hey, buongiorno, your holiness. Please watch your staff. We just had it the Vatican floor last over here. Bless you, my son. So what are you waiting for, you mother ever? Don't let embarrassing use of profanity rip you a new a-hole. Sign up for a seminar in euphemistic profanity and you'll say, Fucking ship the sore thumb of a beached whale. Uh, your mama. Okay, 11.15 at 560. By the way, Goodfellas was on CBS last night as I was doing my channel surfing, looking to be educated and informed about what was going on in the world, like uh, all these shootings, which they just had at least 30 seconds about this story on CNN, by the way. And I saw Joe Pesci on there going to MFN. Uh, it was off in about three seconds. Yeah, I'm cured of Joe Pesci, thanks to Raging Bull uh, crap. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. The wacko from Waco that called before talking about, gee, that's why we need guns. Didn't all those people in Waco have a gigantic arsenal? Yeah. Aren't they all dead? Yes. So what's the big thing about having guns? 
Well, let me ask you this. Is guns very effective against, like, nerve gas and against uh, neutron bombs and nuclear warheads and I don't think tanks and all of these things? Work too I mean, well what, what kind of a symbol? And here's, here's the government, this rogue government that's got the uh, Army and the Navy and the Marines and the Air Force and the Coast Guard and all of the military, and they've got the National Guard and all of these weapons and all these unbelievable uh, advanced technology, and we're going to take our little pea shooters and we're going to go out there and protect ourselves. Anybody who really – don't you understand, sir, they're just making up excuses for their love affair with guns, for this when's phallic obsession get, of theirs. When's somebody going to call up and say, if all those little teenagers had guns – they could have protected themselves. There you go. That would be the it's next... like all those little five-year-old kids that got shot in Los Angeles. If those little kids would have just had the guns on their hips, if they would have had a holster, they'd be alive today. That's right. Okay, thank Get you. Get them, Neil. God bless you. I mean, you, you cannot argue with religious people and with the gun nuts because, like I said at the beginning of the show, the gun thing is a religion. And much bigger than God. It's a much bigger G than the God thing. The guns are like, I mean, this is the fabric of their lives. You you can't take it away from them because that's all that they are. You son of a bitch. Like him, exactly. It's a sickness. And no matter how much danger this thing poses, and no matter what kind of a psychotic society this has become because of it, oh, no, it's somebody else's fault. It's, uh you know, they're not enforcing the laws uh, good enough. Now, I will go along with that part, but that's only the beginning. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Neil, hey, how are you? Pretty damn good, sir. Um... I was just wondering, do you think that the, the shooting in the church wouldn't take a place if they'd only had the Ten Commandments in the Bible there? Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's I right. Mean, if it's that's, that's, work why in the public schools, that's why it happens in schools, because they took God out, God out of the public schools. What was the excuse in this church? Obviously, this, there was no God and no Ten Commandments in the church. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's just uh, the Lord works in mysterious ways. He was busy steering the hurricane up the east coast of those heavily populated uh, areas. That's right. I want to make sure it, it uh, you know, did the most damage possible. Right, exactly. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. That's another one of those good things that religion's done. That, uh, that other guy that called about 25 minutes ago. How come you don't talk about the good thing? Okay, how about Northern Ireland, the Middle East, India and Pakistan, East Timor? Uh, I mean, there are just so many wonderful things that religion has spawned all throughout since man invented it. Since man invented it. Oh, you don't really mean since man invented it, the whole concept of it, brainwashing, control, power, stupidity, ignorance. And, of course, don't forget about all the overpopulation in the world, thanks in large part to the Pope and a lot of other stupid religious uh, crap. Isn't it just a coincidence that Latin America is the most heavily overpopulated part of the world? Now that the Chinese have uh, threatened to, like, blow your brains out if you have more than one kid? Isn't that just a coincidence that the Latin Americans, those good Catholics, are reproducing like rabbits? Because I, I think they're doing that rhythm method. It just don't seem to be working too good. They keep singing, we got rhythm. That's why all those Latin singers are doing that hoochie-coochie like Ricky Martin, baby. They got rhythm. That's why that mambo number five is, uh, that mambo crap's making a big comeback. They got rhythm. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hollywood. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I think you're forgetting that God works in mysterious ways. That's true. I did forget that. Uh, did you ever think that there might have been a shortage of acolytes up there for the Catholic priests? Mm-hmm. And that's why they see that all those young... I hear that acolyte is less filling and more uh, great taste. And uh, where was God, by the way, at Auschwitz? Six million people died. Where was he? This was a yeah. chosen people, by the way. Mm-hmm. Where was he? Well, you know he where was, he was? He Where was he? There, nowhere. There is no God. Oh. I just thought I'd let you know. There's only... Neil, God! You're the only God. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Kiss my ring. Rhymes with thing. 
Five, six, seven. I, the religious people, like I've said before, religious crazies, it's a redundancy. And I hate to break the news to you because a lot of you need a crutch. And if it makes you feel better, uh, I, I don't want to take away your crutch, but I do want to speak it the way it is. And that's the way it is. It's all bull crap. It's all garbage. And to see this kid embracing his friend there after the shooting, after his friends had gotten shot and murdered, like, oh, we got to turn to God. It's the only way. Well, they were turning to God, and he didn't help them out there last night. And don't give me the song and the dance about, oh, well, he took him. It was their time. It was their time so they could go up there and sit with the angels and, uh, you know, praise God for uh, eternity. All these heaven, all these crazy heaven people and afterlife people. See, they don't want to let you have a good time now. The good stuff will come after you're dead. Well, I got an idea for those people, okay? Since they're so crazy about how good it's going to be in heaven after they're dead, why don't they just blow their brains out right now and go uh, find out what it's like up there and leave us alone? Sounds like a hell of a plan. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Hank Goldberg show with Bino Cook. Bino, what a maniac he is. Two to three this afternoon. There'll be a whole bunch of people listening to that. No. Three to three thirty. Hank will be on without Bino, which a lot more people will be listening then. And then three thirty. The Marlins at the Giants. The Marlins who keep losing and losing and losing. And then tonight we got the Panthers at Nashville uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee, to play the Predators in the Panthers' first exhibitionist game of the season. And your first chance down here at any rate here, Jigs McDonald, his first radio play-by-play, by the way. Jigs has been broadcasting hockey for six hundred years since before Foster Hewitt was an infant, but always on television, even before they had TV. So tonight will be his first radio job, and I'm sure he'll be a gigantic improvement over Christina. You remember what we used to have on the station? Moron. Yeah, that one. Even though Chiggs is 110 years old, he'll still be okay. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Great. Um, I wanted to just say I do have a gun, yeah. but, um, you know, I don't have a collection or anything. Is it like A as an automatic? Semi. Semi-automatic, semi-automatic. It's a handgun. Trace the call, George. We're going to go take a semi-automatic <laughs> weapon. Why do you need a semi-automatic weapon, sir? What's the point? Actually, the reason I do have it is for what I consider a human is for protection Duck for hunting? myself and family. Yeah. Um, you, need I, a, you need a semi-automatic weapon to protect yourself and your family? Oh, in case I missed the first time. Uh-huh. Um, no, actually, it's. I don't think that even if they ban guns all outright, that they'll ever be able to get them away from all the peop- all the criminals that have them illegally. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can never stop them from coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tried that with the drugs. That's not working out so well. Mm-hmm. Um, How about if we just make it a lot more difficult for crazy people to get them? How would that be, huh? Background checks, waiting on, just I believe in registration, that. all these normal things that we do with things like cars, you know? I believe in that. Uh-huh. I back that 100%. Great. Because um, the other thing, is, it, it's just uh, you know an exercise. There's no point uh, in really talking about banning guns because it's never going to happen. There's 242 million guns out there. Oh, so what's the point? Just like the president's got his, you know, turn in your weapon. They might as well laugh. It's a joke. It is. They'll never stop them from coming in. They'll never stop the bad people from having them. Uh, I think I think instead of that program, the president ought to have turn in your Puerto Rican terrorist program instead. That would make some sense. <laughs> that, that might work. I think he's losing. I think since Monica stopped servicing him, I think he's uh, going downhill. <laughs> I do. Um, I just, for myself, I have a protection. It may be a crutch. Um, but I know that if uh, anyone... Well, well, let me ask you this. Why would you have to have a gun, talking about crutches, when you can pray to God and he'll protect you and your family? 
I don't go that route. Oh, he's not doing too good of a job lately, is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> right there in a church last night, you know, all of, if you remember the rhetoric after Littleton and these people all saying, oh, well, they've taken God out of the schools and that's why this is going on and yada, yada, yada. And then, of course, they made a big folk here out of this. Uh, the one girl that said she believed in God and they still blew her crap away and she's dead. But uh, here we are in a church where they have this yearly special thing. They're dancing around the Maypole or whatever the hell it is, and uh, seven kids are dead. Yeah, holy bullets. Have a great day, pal. You too. Okay. okay he's, a, he's a fairly reasonable guy, but we got to go get his automatic weapon away, okay? You don't need automatic weapons and semi-automatic weapons to protect yourself and your family and go out and kill him, uh, Bambi, you know? You don't need an automatic weapon to go shoot Bambi like our lady friend over there in Fort Myers who likes her venison. Extra rare, by the way. Five six seven oh five sixty. You'll hear some hurricane news. Eastern time this morning. Yeah, get out of here. And pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. You people, I'll tell you, it's a good thing you got this hurricane to cover because you people in the news media, you really blow. Okay, you blow. Talk about blowing smoke. By the way, did we ever get? Uh, we haven't seen John Penis, have we? We've got four million questions for this guy. Like the thing about Nick's, thank God it's not Tuesday or Wednesday, or be, I'd be too, go, I'll tell you to go down there and get a 10% discount. Because we don't know uh, crap from Shinola when it comes to our accounts, because John Penis especially, he's just, uh, you know, he's just kind of like uh, throwing us to the wolves as usual. He's busy out there ripping off some other people, no doubt. What I do know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, if you want some of the best handmade cigars in the history of mankind, and you want them at an affordable price, Nick's Cigars is a place you'll not only like, you will love it. What what the hell was that? Do it again. No, seriously, what the hell was that? Did somebody mung on the CD? That must be a goddamn comic pinko plot. Somebody munged on our thing here. Let me wipe it off and the CD, too. How about them cowboys? Greatest story in the history of the human race, beyond a shadow of a doubt. And unlike most of the religious stories, this one is uh, believable. It's true. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. You think I should try that thing again, or not? Yeah, try it again. One moment, please. See, it wasn't even the right cut this time. But anyway. There's a brand new game all the kids are learning to play now. All right. In every big city all across the U.S. and Bay now.
see, a lot of these uh, lunatics don't realize that the sad part of Waco is that by doing what they did, the FBI and the ATF people, what they did was they legitimized these people and gave them credibility. As opposed to just uh, letting them uh, do themselves in because being animals, they, uh, you know, ought to lose their souls. 28 before noon at 560 WQAM. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello, Neil. In fact, I think Janet Reno's on shaky ground on the whole deal. Yes, sir. Good morning. Um, I have a couple of observations for um, um, being partial or non-partial in regards with owning guns. Yeah. First of all, I don't own one myself. Yes, well, why not? Well, I I don't think I had the need for it, but um, I'll give I you an ex- you in Hialeah. <laughs> I'll give you an example of a country that has a gun gun ban law, mm-hmm. and it didn't help it much against one situation. Now, just pulling it out of the hat, um, it was a few years ago when there was a shooting of an uh, in a school uh, schoolyard or a schoolhouse that this individual walked up and started shooting um, children. And um, I believe he turned the gun, gun against himself and, and killed, you know, blew himself away. Also, now, what in England? Yeah, back in England. Yeah. And well, there they just had an episode today where six people got shot at a military base in South Africa too. But those are isolated incidents. I mean, right. they happen very, but in very England, rarely. Yeah. In America, these things happen almost every day. Right. But in England, there's a gun ban law. Yes. Right. Now that didn't help. Did you hear what situation. I just said, or not? Or aren't you paying any attention? Let me say it again. It happens almost uh, never in those places. Well, very rarely. Well, exactly. Well, the ones that we hear. Now the situation. Well, not the ones that we hear. Have you ever been to any of those countries in Western Europe? No, not in England. Well, then, uh, no, any of the other ones. Not South Africa. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking Western Europe, sir. South no. Africa, last time I checked, ain't too close to Western Europe. <laughs> right. uh, most of the countries have got very strict gun laws, except for Switzerland, where all the residents have guns because they're members of the military, except for there, almost nobody's got guns, and nobody's blowing each other away, so evidently they must be working pretty damn well. Right, but at the same time, I, I believe in what you're saying, that there and should be And how about stricter, Canada? Right, there should be stricter laws in, in, in regards to people that own guns, and I, I understand that that there should be a one eight hundred call up number, uh, national number. There should be, um, there shouldn't be any more gun fairs or gun flea markets. I got in the car this morning, okay, and the, I turn on my ignition. Radio comes on on this station. The first spot that I hear is for a gun show. Right. This is the morning after we had another mass killing at a church in Fort Worth, Texas, and the first spot I hear on this radio station is for another goddamn gun show. Right. I, I, I totally agree with you in that respect. You're a grave robber, Greg Reed. You have no conscience. You don't care. Just give us the frickin' money like I always said. It wouldn't make any difference if they blew a 100 people away uh, up the street here somewhere. <laughs> We'd still be running spots for goddamn gun shows. Right. The only the only difference or the only thing that I don't agree on your stance is, first of all, I consider guns just as any other, quote-unquote, a tool. You can blame the tool. But you're not blaming the person who's yeah, hacking. Tool, tools don't kill people. Well, only you people can, with tools kill I, people. I can hack somebody that Screwdrivers, does, hammers. Right, but you can hack saw, somebody that does with a machete. That doesn't yeah. mean you want to ban machete. Don't bring O.J. into this again. Now he's starting to sound like our buddy. Uh, Roy! You know, don't right. bring O.J. But, in. But uh, as saying, why blame the, 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 the instrument when it's actually the person behind well, the well, Let me ask you this. Is a, a machete or any other kind of a knife, is it invented for the sole purpose of killing somebody? Well, of course not. Okay. How about like a car? Well, same thing. Right. Guns. What are the purpose of guns? Well, guns, there's... there's to kill something. Hunting. To like, kill of something. Course. Yeah, animals, people. Kill something. That's the only... For, there's no other reason for a gun. That's the only function it serves is to kill something or somebody. Well, of course, protection. Well, you say protection. You call it protection. If you kill an animal, is it protection? 
Well, no. Unless, not... unless there was a, you know, Smokey the Bear was just standing at your window, you know, ready to pounce. Well, exactly. But then at the same time, you're saying, well, we should just ban guns altogether. It's not going to happen. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that we have to be a lot more restrictive in who we allow to get guns. Of course. And all this paranoia by the gun lovers about gun shows and about registration. Most of these people are against any kind of, uh, because their paranoia says, oh, well, as soon as they start making any more laws and any more intrusions, then the next thing you know, it's, uh, they're going to come and take our guns away. Right, these are paranoid, delusional people. Correct. I agree with you 100%. And have a great day. Thanks, sir. And if I lived in the Hialeah, well, I won't give you advice. Here's that article that I saved again from USA Today, August 31. Canada makes the case that gun restrictions work. In 1997, Detroit, right across the river there from Windsor, Ontario, in 1997, Detroit had 354 firearm homicides. We're not talking about how many people with accidents like we had two here last week, early in the week, two little kids that died with guns. The one father gets pissed off at the mother, so he kills the five-year-old kid. And the day before that, we had the other little accident there with the two little kids. And one of them is dead. Now, this isn't including accidents with guns. This is 354 firearm homicides in Detroit, 1997. Windsor, a 1,000 yards away, right across the Ambassador Bridge, had four. And like it says, even taking into account the population difference, Detroit's got five times Windsor's population. That would make the four would be 20 compared to 354. 354 to 20. Listening to the same music, same movies, same TV shows, same video games, different culture, different availability of guns. And you can read that article. I beg your pardon? On our website. Well, and you can read the article on our website on neilrogers.com. We got the whole article. Thank you, Eric. We got the whole article on there for you, and every one of you ought to be reading that article because it says it brilliantly by Paul Labadee, who's a freelance writer who lives in uh, Michigan. I mean, you can you can make all the arguments you want. The fact is that there are civilized people and there are barbarians. And this is a country of barbarians. It's not complicated. I'm not saying everybody in this country are bar bar barbarians, but they're too goddamn many. And if we had as many people who were pissed off and fired up and demanding of their right to be able to live in a civilized society as there are people demanding their rights to have a goddamn peace, then maybe we'd have some goddamn peace and quiet and be able to live uh, in a sane place. But while the uh, gun lovers are running around making all the noise and screaming and writing all the goddamn letters, yeah. that's what everybody else is doing. Thank God it's Thursday night and the Tom Green show's on. 22 before noon at 560 WQAM. You know, I always kind of thought he was certifiable too, you know, especially with all his obsession with the gangsters. Then I realized he hated American Airlines. I said, he's not as bad as I thought he was, that Jimmy. What is that? Godfather's Pizza. All right. Where did that come from? He just kept it over the years. I thought he was Excellent. bringing the pizza. God bless you, sir. In fact, it's too bad there's not a pizza on the uh, thing. That would have been even better. Anyway, uh, you know, we're having a great show here today because we're solving all the problems of mankind, the God problem, the gun problems, the uh, lethal injection problems in Texas. Thank you, sir. A Godfather's Pizza tray. A thing. Oh, do I love Godfather's. Mm. Maybe someday somebody will ship it over from Fort Myers and a pizza, too. But anyway, uh, Sam came in here, saw all the lines were lit up, and we're actually having a meaningful show today. He said, how about if I screw up your show? And I said, okay. And by the way, speaking of tickets, I'm a lot more concerned about my Backstreet Boys tickets. Maybe somebody out there in the audience, we got December 5th and 6th, are coming up at the Macarena, the uh, concerts that were canceled from the other day. Oh, by the way, nice job there, uh, Igor, who drove over to Tampa to get away from the hurricane. What a putt. And we have no food for it either, Igor, because i got to get my... Uh, would that be bad? I don't care. She didn't care last time. 
Isn't it tacky to eat and then go get your teeth cleaned? Just squish real good before you leave. I beg your pardon? Oh, I'm sorry. That was bad. That was, what a, you hear that? Homophobia again from that little spick. Squish real good. Yeah, I usually do. I don't know about that. Yeah, but if we get food, then he'll want some of it, that putz. That pusillanimous putz. But at any rate, uh, so Sam gives me this because, of course, and I said to Sam, have you been listening? I asked him about the thing about the guy that said, how about those cowboys before he got the lethal injection in Texas there? And I said, no, he didn't because he was in a meeting. He was in a meeting. He was holding his meat, Sam the Sham. Keep listening for your channel. Now, what does that mean, keep listening? See, he gives me a thing that doesn't make any sense. What? Keep listening as opposed to not. No, check back with us two, three, four times a day. Oh, that's the wrong station for that? Tune into Tune into us, stick around, because uh, we're going to be giving away. So, uh, how many? How many do you say? Two or three? Two. Two QAM Tony Roma's packs, including a pair of Dolphins Cardinal tickets and dinner for two at Tony Roma's. How do you like that? And then he puts this other crap on him. See, we don't have a toll-free number on this show. The sports nerds, they got a toll-free number. We don't have a toll-free number. We don't have a, a real studio. We don't have a whole bunch of guest mics. We don't have a real phone system. And we certainly don't have a toll-free number. We got plenty of nothing. We got the big ratings. We got a lot of revenue here, bringing in tons of cash, making a big profit on this show. Do we have anything else? No. No, nothing. So anyway, we'll give a couple of those away uh, during the rest of the show in the last two hours. I mean, how much damage can that do? You know, we tried very assiduously not to give anything away because it destroys the show. Gets a bunch of freeloaders tying up the phones as opposed to our usual brilliant callers who are here busy solving the problems of mankind, all the social ills of America. Here's a mobile in South Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Great. And it looks like uh, the Christian Coalition has something uh, maybe a little more to worry about than, uh, than a bunch of gay guys, huh? Yeah. I mean, they got people running the church. I, I, I just had the, I, I was looking on the internet here and I'm looking at the, the thing about the, the church shootings. And, uh, it's just amazing if you, if you look at some of these articles. I'm looking at the AOL one. And, uh, I mean, the, I think the guys that recopy these are a bunch of idiots anyway. But, uh, you talk about these guys, you know, they're, uh, all the students were in there to affirm their faith and concern for the problems of society. Mm -hmm. And then a guy walks in with a gun and, uh, Start blowing people away. <laughs> and then the suspect rolled a pipe bomb down the aisle toward the front of the sanctuary. And this is the point when the kids and adults that were in there apparently began realizing that this was not the normal situation. See, if he would have been rolling, <laughs> if he had been rolling a joint, they would have come in and busted his ass. But he was rolling a pipe bomb down the aisle, and they thought, "Well, it's the American effing way, man." Exactly, man. I mean, I don't know if these people were like Pat Buchanan. These guys—they're so concerned about. Well, I'm so, I'm so glad you mentioned Pat Buchanan, by the way, because at the time when we thought that Jesse, the body of Ventura, and the Reform Party, they were going to give us a real alternative. Now it looks like Pat, they don't care who it is. Anybody who says they'll run on that ticket as long as it isn't BDI little Ross Piro, they'll say okay. So obviously the Reform Party doesn't stand for anything. No, they don't. It's a, it's a bunch of crap. I mean, it's, you know, those guys are so concerned about stuff that scares them. That's why they want to have guns. They're afraid of gay guys. I mean, the way they, you know, they think it's prison. Like yeah, they're they a bunch think of little you, pansies, right? Yeah, they think you guys are going to, you know, as soon as they bend over to pick up a spoon, it's all over, you know. Mm -hmm. But but then you got these people running in the church. By the way, you'll notice that the gun lovers are always the ones buying the soap on the rope. <laughs> have a great day, pal. Oh, you too. Take see. care. Okay. Yeah, see, now the lines are. So help me God, if this show winds up going in the toilet because Sam came in here, and when I said, when, but it's my, it was my own choice, he asked me. I don't want to blame him yet. Much better off. Don't be giving stuff away on a show, Neil. Okay, you're right. We've been going just gangbusters almost a year now we've been doing that. 
because otherwise it, the show gets taken over by a bunch of nerds. How about those dolphins? All right. Last words. Five six seven oh five six. It's like I remember Shirley Tweeters once upon a time telling a story about some marine. That wasn't a military thing. He didn't die from some uh, combat wound or anything, but he uh, died. You know, it does happen to the best of us. And his last words on his deathbed were, Semper Fi. Semper Fi. Yeah. Too bad they didn't have soap on his, uh, rope on his soap, or soap on his rope. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Uh, Neil, good morning. First yes, time sir. caller. Happy uh, Thursday. Yeah, isn't it though? Happy and, you know, I'm a, I'm frustrated with uh, all this gun business going on. But just a couple of comments. Um, I think too much of the gun business is uh, economic in nature, and the country just simply does not have the will to make the changes necessary to do what they have to do mm-hmm. because of all the game playing going on in Congress with the watering down of the uh, the gun bill, et cetera. What came to mind is that we have all these ridiculous subsidies for peanuts, uh, for gas, electricity, and whatnot. If it's such an economic issue with the, uh, the gun manufacturers, why doesn't the, the federal government step up, pay these idiots subsidies to uh, oh, we start want to slow down the production? We want to subsidize people for things that kill people, like tobacco, for example. I'm sorry. No, no, I, under, I understand yeah. that, but we've got such a monster that you can't uh, you can't do one thing without uh, trying to contain the rest of it. Mm-hmm. If you start a subsidy, and then if they have some real teeth in the laws as far as mandatory gun sentencing. You know, I'm sure they do now, but uh, I'm not sure how strong they are. That if you use a gun in the commission of a uh, crime, I think there are three or four steps. Uh, you can you can go all the way up to life, but obviously, how many people can the prisons hold for people that are using guns? Yeah, especially when we got all these uh, bad marijuana people in there taking up oh, all yeah. the jail cells. Oh yeah, but the the money issue as far as the uh, the PACs with the uh, those idiots in Washington with the uh, National Rifle Association. So many of the people in Congress are spineless. They they can't stand up and do the right thing because they're more afraid of uh, pissing off the uh, people that throw in their soft money, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And it's it, you know it's very frustrating. I can't imagine kids having guns, killing kids, killing grown ups. Everything in America is about money. Just you know, in the whole world basically, but especially America, everything is about money. But it's not going to change until we have no leadership in this country. Yeah. And until what do you mean some... in this country? How about here? Our, le- our leader was on two days ago telling us that we should have been good and psychotic about a storm that didn't develop here. He was under hyperventilating because he was disappointed people were getting psychotic. So if we don't even have at the local level anybody who's a leader, how are you going to get it at the state or na- federal level? You're not going to well, get it's it. Pretty, it's pretty tough to have leaders when they're anal like the uh, mayor from that uh, country south of here. Rectum. Yeah. But the uh, I'm frustrated. You know, I used to be uh, a hunter and everything, and I turned in all my guns. Uh, predominantly uh, shotguns, but um, I, it's just ridiculous. It's totally out of control, and nobody has a clear roadmap no. of three or four items that it's going to take to go ahead and resolve the issues. Because trying to solve the problems on the world on the radio is terrific, but again, push comes to shove, what are you really going to do about it? Absolutely nothing. Put your money where your mouth is and solve it, but nobody wants to. So the killings go on. Okay, pal. Have a great day. See you under the bed. You got it. Okay. See you in the broom closet. Oh, it's already full. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Big thing in Newsweek, by the way, about uh, internet sex, how it's transformed the porno industry. 
There's a piece about a, a young lady named Jen Teal. What a nice name that is. She's 23. When she started her website two years ago, Jen Teal thought it would be just a hobby, a self-described total nerd in high school. She taught herself Photoshop and put together a website with her fiancé, Chris. Then, like legions of other Internet entrepreneurs, Jen Teal, 23, found herself in deep, so to speak. Or maybe Chris found himself in deep. I gave up all my personal time, she says. I'm at the office at least 10 hours a day, even when I'm home on my laptop. I'm doing it. It's just mid-morning on the West Coast, and Gentile is still groggy from dancing the previous night at a club called Bob's Classy Lady. Later, later, she'll perform a live masturbation scene on her webcam or maybe do an explicit online chat. If in the next year I'm making 50000 a month from the website, she says, I'll cut way back on making movies and dancing. This is going to carry me past my porn career. We're going to be giving out some of those websites, by the way, a little bit later on. For those of you who are, you know, tired of reading about the simulated thing and want to at least take a look at what the real thing is all about. Oh, and by the way, it says, though commercial sites are increasingly cooperating with filter companies like Net Nanny and Surfwatch to keep kids out, 25% of teens in a recent survey conducted by Yankalovich Partners and uh, WebSense Inc., by Yankit Partners, said they had visited X-rated sites. 25% of the teens said that, and of course 60% were lying. Here's Miami. Hello. Well, you like Jamaica's news. Neil. What are you saying? What are you babbling, sir? What, well, what, what like kind of swill is coming out of your puss? What kind, what kind of sounds are coming from you, sir? Why well, you don't like Jamaicans? Yeah, go jerk pork, okay, and get out of here. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the 18th. Has anybody mentioned Jamaicans today? No. No. I mentioned about Puerto Rican terrorists. But I didn't mention nothing about Jay, uh, Jay, Jay Coons. You're the reason I don't like Jamaica Coons, sir, because you got nothing to say. And because you like to hog all the good stuff. Yeah, man. Five, six, seven, oh, five. You know this, by the way, thank God. I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't say this. Nobody wants those tickets. Oh, good. Wouldn't that be something if we couldn't give them away? That would be great. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Great. Uh, I was driving down MacArthur Crossway this morning. Yes. And the car in front of me had a bumper sticker. And it says, uh, it said, uh, when they come for your gun, be sure to give them the, uh, ammunition first. So, uh, listen, you, you're becoming quite a figure in this empty, uh, gun thing. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Are you sure, uh, George ain't, uh, advising you of anything all that? Q1 George? Oh, God. So sad, sir. You're so pathetic. Again, get on a rubber raft. Go back where you came from, okay? You're all the same. You all sound the same. You all smell the same. You're all one-dimensional. Maricón, maricón, bogarón. You're boring, man. You're boring. Let's get some illegal aliens in here who at least are some fun, who at least got a sense of humor, who at least are a little more than one-dimensional. You're so boring, pal. You're terminal. God. Bogarón. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, I love your show. Uh, when you're actually talking about sports, uh, you were talking. You were saying uh, that talking about sports. Yeah. When you were saying you were saying that this this country is all money. The other problem is that this country is a lot of politics, and the problem is that the it, it hasn't been until recently in the last decade that the liberals in this country have used guns as an issue oh, to yeah, grab the middle. Everything is a liberal conspiracy, that's right. No, it's not a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It's, it's common sense politics. 
uh, just like the conservatives want to do, they want to grab the, the, the middle and the electorate. And the liberals want to do the same thing. So they push this issue of guns, which grabs the attention of a lot of people, and so they can get votes. And? Hmm? And? And it's not, the, it's not a big issue. Yeah, you're right about that. It's not a big issue. It's, it's not a big issue. And, and why, why not? Why? And why shouldn't it be? Because guns have been legalized in this country since the birth of the very nation. Uh-huh. And? And, and it's only been recently. And where, el where else are people shooting each other with guns at the rate that they're doing here? Any place else you can name me, sir? What's that? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Four minutes till noon at QAM. Shame it's out of a category one. How do you like that? Winds are now down to uh, what is it, 80 miles an hour? But because it's going through that uh, northeast corridor, then actually we have to have at least 23 and a half hours of coverage a day. See, we're tired of that. I hate to break the news to all you people on CNN. We already went through our 85,000 intensive hours of coverage. We're really sick and tired of that already. Plus, it's uh, peanuts now compared to what we were terrorized with there for days on end. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, I don't even know where to begin. We have uh, the problem. This is one problem. How about the problem with the NFL and these guys, Leon Lett, coming back five times? Five times he served the drug policy. And? And they let him back. They don't care. And they don't I, care about it. And I passed the back care. And, and as long as professional sports, as long as it's not gambling, they don't care about it. Drugs, they don't care about. Okay, get get it, and the phones they care about too. Get you a real phone and call me back. How about those cowboys? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello, Neil Guy. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, big problems in the world. Though. Let's let's worry about football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's worry about Leon Lett. Um, uh, what I think is that you and George need some military style guns so that anybody that brings anything into your uh, station to give away you can just blow their crap away yeah, right like there. Yeah, like Sam. Come on back in, Sam. Exactly. Sorry. Um, I'm not calling to suck up for tickets. Definitely not. Yeah, it's a killer. It kills the show. Uh, it really That's does. That's probably why I came in here. Probably his buddy Greg put him up to it, you know? Exactly. Well, I uh, wanted to call and let you know, uh, uh, you don't know him, of course, but one of your biggest fans, Mr. John Parker, uh, out in Davey, uh, just had a baby girl, or his wife did, actually. Nice going, Mrs. Parker. And, uh, I wonder and, who the uh, dad is, yeah? Exactly. But, uh, Stephen Wright's a comedian, and he had a great line about, uh, he had a crush on his dental hygienist, so he said he ate a whole bag of Oreo cookies before he went in, said they had to cancel all the other appointments. Mm -hmm. I'm out of material. Thank you. See ya. Yeah, you know something, you're paying them to clean your teeth anyway, why should you feel guilty, you know, like, uh, yeah? Like I nicked myself shaving a couple of spots, I got a bad blade. Ever get a bad blade, and you're not even a Puerto Rican? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
nicked a little couple of minor nicks in there, and like luckily one of the scabs is already gone. I'm, I'm like self-conscious about that, and I'm thinking to myself, of all days, I almost never nick my shelf, my shelf shaving, but nevertheless, oh, it must be hockey time. Your spokesman's starting to have that effect on me again. I'm starting to talk like the spokesman. But also I feel self-conscious about it. I'm paying them. I don't have no B.O. I don't have no bad breath, although if I ate something, I probably would. And I'm paying them to clean my teeth and get rid of the bad breath and get rid of all that stuff in between the teeth. Which I don't like getting your teeth cleaned anyway, but that's a real, oh, that's a nasty. And they always, they're always sadists. All the uh, hygienists, they're really sadistic. They want to inflict as much pain and uh, draw as much blood. Have just a, you know, every time you spit out, which I have a lot of practice, every time you spit out, boy, just a sea of blood. And then they got that big smile on their face. Oh, that's good. That's good. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. I'm just wondering, what's up with these toes? They're still not getting... This. Yeah, they're not up, pal. They're not up. Just uh, consider yourself saving a lot of money. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. You know, I think the problem is that... You know, Isn't that sad that Cubans have nothing to say? Yes, sir. <laughs> I think the problem is that we're going back to laws that were written, you know, a thousand years ago. I mean, well, not a thousand, but... 10,000 I mean, years ago, and, right? And they're going to... And it's, oh, the dawn of civilization. Yeah, they go back to the amendments, and they're saying the Constitution, that, you know, that we have the right to hold the guns and so forth and so on. I mean, that was made at the time when, you know, you're talking about civil war, they were going against wars, against England, stuff like that. I mean, it has nothing to do with the relevancy of, of okay, now. Okay, thanks for your history lesson, sir. 567056... <laughs> Woo! Like I said, love those Pakistanis. Love my Chinese friends. Let me say it again. When I was in Amsterdam those 10 days, did I hear one word of Espanol? I did. I take that back. I was in McDonald's. The last time I was in there, that's how I knew it was time to come home. Last time I was in there, I was sitting eating my uh, double cheeseburgers and uh, not eating the bun, of course, doing my best Rick uh, Sanchez Atkins without the veal chop. And all of a sudden, I heard, yeah. And then the guy, by the way, he was eating an ice cream cone, and half of it fell all over his shirt. And he had, like, some kind of a, he was a uh, New York kind of a uh, spick. And I said to myself, oh, yeah, there is a God. Because everybody else was so polite and so friendly, except, of course, for the uh, drug-selling Jamaicans out there in the streets. Are they Jamaicans? Probably none of them are Jamaicans, but just because that asshole called before, I'll say they are. What do you call those people besides barbarians? You know, the ones that are from, like, Trinidad and Tobago and the Netherlands Antilles. What do you West call Indians. them? West Indians. West Indians? From Ooh. the West Indies. Oh. I call them smarmy. What, the rock, rock, coke, coke, man? Rock, rock. With the Rasta hair, you know, the whole deal? You take those people out of there and it would be paradise. I'd, I'd be there in five minutes. If I had a phone call and somebody said they just took all the Rasta people out of Amsterdam, I'd get on a plane right now. Yeah. I'd take my dogs to that lethal injection place and say, how about those dolphins? Oh! We'll see you guys. And I'd be on that plane. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Neil, i got a question for you. If you're at home with your family and three guys come in for a home invasion and you don't have a gun, what are you going to do? Three guys come in for a home invasion? Yeah, it happens all the time. It does? People break into houses all the time in Miami. Yeah. How about if you have a good security system? Doesn't the alarm go off and make all kinds of noise and they run like a son of a bitch? Well, you might not be able to afford the, that much money for a security system. Well, and how, so what are you worried? They're not going to knock your house off if you can't afford it. What's the, what are they going to get? 
I don't know. They okay, well, start thinking about that, sir. Okay, use a little bit of logic. And before you call next time, use some logic. If you're some kind of a schlepper, are they going to go do a home invasion on a schlepper's house? No. Of course not. You're safe. Just put a sign on the door saying, I'm a schlepper. I got nothing. They're not going to come and bother you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Oh, thank God we've had no calls for those dolphin tickets. All right. Oh, thank God for me. Not on the air anyway. What do you mean by that? Oh, they call off the air, but I hang up, of course, because they don't want to talk to me and they just think that they can call off the air and. I want about... those tickets. No, what do I have to do no. to get those tickets. No, 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 no chance. If you want to call and be civilized, and then, of course, after making a great contribution to the program, ask for the tickets, I will consider it. That's the way we do it on this show on those very, very rare occasions when we want to give something away or when Sam is desperate to get in some free plugs for his good friends at Tony Romans so we can eat some more free meals there. Because basically we've discovered that this whole place is just a scam for the uh, boss and for uh, Sam and his cronies. Nine minutes past noon at 560 WQAM, your scam station. This is 560 QAM. Executive vacuum cleaner. Attach some crazy scissors to the end of the nozzle, and voila! We created the Floby. Unfortunately, no one bought it. But now we're trying again. We're taking a vacuum cleaner, attaching some other crazy stuff to the end of the nozzle, and poof! We've created the all-new Blow Me! Hey, this is awesome! And the best part is, I only look stupid when I'm actually using it, not the three weeks afterwards, like a Blow Me. Oh, Blow Me! Hey, it's the name of the product. What do you want? Buy yours today! Okay! 1214 at 560WQM. By the way, after my last vacation, I guess when I came back, I forgot to mention the grotesque job that a local travel agent did on me. I don't want to mention no names on here because we certainly don't need any more litigation. But, I mean, you talk about lies and jerking you around and promising to upgrade you and all kinds of baloney and having you run around in the airport like a chicken with your head cut off and you think you're going to die from a heart attack because these people are hosing you so bad. Well, here's Bob Lincoln. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to share this. Couldn't have been a friend of Bob Lincoln's at this Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately it was. They, uh, Won't be flying that airline no more. No, unfortunately, they cost me 12000 so I don't want to get into that. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted I don't to... want to mention Virgin. Uh, we got shagged by the Virgin, but yeah, anyway. You're, you're totally shagged. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to mention this. You know, you talk about it's all about greed. It's all about money. And, you know, the uh, cholesterol... Uh, the low cholesterol, you know, with the Zycor and Provocal, you see all these ads yeah. that they have. $13 billion a year business, right? right. So in order this stuff to... is killing people, too, by the way. Thank God that I got that book. What's the name of it, George? About the uh, uh, homocysteine. The heart solution. The heart solution, right. Exactly. Well, listen to this. You'll love this. I got my homo level way down. Yes, Bob. All right. You'll love this. The um, drug companies have to test. Uh, on laboratory animals, rats, uh, rabbits, uh, mice, etc. But one yeah. slight problem, they don't have any cholesterol. So they have to feed them a cholesterol, you know, a food with cholesterol and to up the uh, cholesterol so they can see whether or not the Zycor or the whoever works, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now you would think they'd feed them, what, butter, eggs, meat, whatever. You'll never guess what they feed them. Skim milk and sugar. Mm. Yummy. Uh, the same thing that the American Diabetes, the uh, American Heart Association says that low-fat diet, you drink that skim milk, uh, you know, it's okay to eat those sugar products and everything else. Mm-hmm. But by the way, we're using, we're feeding that to our laboratory animals. To fatten them up. To fatten them up and increase their cholesterol. Right. So that's a, that just tells us about uh, what they're 
Well, they, they don't care about protecting the public. It's all, like you said, it's all about money. It's I've always told the people that. Totally about money. And uh, See, they I can't. They don't. They're not making any money off of the wicked weed, so that's why it's illegal. And they got a whole industry going on about banning marijuana, but stuff that they can make a big buck off of, then uh, then it's okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a, well, we we know that, and uh, we know who uh, has known about uh, all this stuff for the past uh, at least. Uh, years that I've been listening to you, and that's our good friend, Dr. Robert Adams. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. Okay, Bob. Thank you. So and much. watch out for that ghee. It'll kill you. Stop eating those damn bars. Okay, see you. Here's Bob Lincoln. Love that, Bob Lincoln. Love those travel books. Oh! Come on, Bob, bring us a lot more travel books. I mean, those uh, hotel books. Oh, if I got a headache after talking to him. No, he's all right. He's a good guy. He just uh, got some crappy friends. Hey, how about those two trips to Vegas with Bob Lincoln, huh? Oh! See, now my head's just splitting. When are we going again? Five six seven oh five. You know there are people who actually still ask me that. Oh yeah, when are you going to put another one of those tours together to Vegas, Neil? <coughs> no, we're not. Oh, you're not? No. We can get Rocky Renteria back on the phone again. We can get Steve Nickel and uh, what's her name? David Sugarman's mother. What was her name? Susie uh, Powder. Gerard. Susie Gerard. See, all the radio stations you work at, you discover that you think we get a few freebies, and we do. And believe me, why the hell not? Everybody else is. And you see the kind of incestuous crap that goes on. You see the way that some people just suck the lifeblood out of these places, not to mention my good friend Sam again and all his cronies in there. Oh, my God. Well, life is a trade-out. Life is just a big scam. And the reason we got so many schmucks running around here, so many putzes who know nothing but what the goddamn ball game is and what the odds are, oh, that, that was what I mentioned off the year. I get in the car this morning. The first thing I hear on this station is the, show, the uh, gun show spot, which we just had on again, by the way. Had a hard time understanding it, by the way. And uh, and then I get to, I punch out for a minute or two. I punch back, and, of course, we're still in that long 12-minute break on the morning show on the worst team. And what's the next spot I hear? Here's that Kaplan's voice. Oh, well, the Jets are nine and a half. And, the, and I immediately uh, see him. Another illegal gambling spot. Remember when we first started on this radio station? The only things that were on the air, basically, the only commercials were dog track spots and limp penis spots. Those were like 99% of the commercials. I don't forget the offshore gambling spots. Oh, yeah, Ga- gambling spots, limp penis spots, and, well, you know, dog track, gambling, you know, paramutuals, et cetera. That was it. That's all I had on this station. And, and here we are, a year and a half later, kicking gigantic ass. Can I get my Backstreet Boys ticket? No. Can I get a straight answer about anything around here? No. No. That's because I don't want to be part of Greg's fraternity. That's the problem. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Great. Uh, two things for you. One, I wanted to mention, why is it, and I wanted to call you yesterday, I didn't get a chance. Why is it that Mayor Pius is the person that represents both Dade Broward County when it's on TV? Broward? What the hell's he got to do with well, Broward? Because, exactly. We, we, don't even let him, we don't even let him cross the line into Broward County. He's not allowed in Broward. Exactly. Every, He's I, an I asshole. I live in Broward, and every station is carrying his little press conference yeah. of what's happening and what's not happening, and yet all the damage is supposed to happen north, not well, well, in Well, let me ask you this. Speaking of Broward, I mean, not that I'm complaining because we do have that fascist sheriff who put the BS in the BS, oh! Ken Jenny, but other than and of course, he was on there every 15 minutes opening up his big puss, but other than that, name me a politician in Broward County. Well, that's very true. Yeah, we, we don't have any leadership. That's very true. That, 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 we have, we have uh, nothing. We got nobody. We got a few flunky Broward County commissioners, and that's it. We got nobody in Broward. 
Uh, unless it comes up to a to a an arena deal, then there's a whole bunch of politicians. Oh yeah, right. Uh, the second thing. I was got their you, palms out there to see how much Crisco they can get on there. Yes. The second thing is when you brought up about the uh, teeth cleaning. I agree. I mean, I feel so bad when I go to the dentist and the hygienist says, you know, you got to do this, you got to clean. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not I'm, you know what? I'm not going to do it. You just talk me out of it. Well, yeah, week I'm before I'm it. I'm doing all kinds of stuff trying to keep my teeth clean. I'm thinking, hold it, I'm paying for this. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and that's I right. You got to eat that like a bunch of Italian stuff, you know, spaghetti and meatballs and, and a lot of oregano and crap in it. I agree. No, you talked me out of it. I'm going to have George call and cancel. I know it's very late. I'm supposed to be there at three. They'll stick somebody else in there. Of course. I'll, I'll just post. I mean, I, eventually I have to go, but it's I'm just you have to be in the right mood to do it. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Thanks, Pat. And, and I listen, listen. Yes, sir. Neil, can I get the tickets? Sure. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you did something for me. I agree. The least. I, I, now, don't agree too much. Okay, hang okay. on. Hang on. He's <laughs> on line two. Give that guy those tickets and a Tony Romas and some stuff. That's one out of the two. No, he's right. He gave me the courage, and why the hell not do it myself? I'm not in the mood to get my teeth cleaned today. You've got to be feeling a little masochistic. So when you get finished with him, I'm going to have to have you call up Dr. Gary. Um, why? Whatever his name is. I'll give you the name. Thanks, Carlos. Nice seeing you. <laughs> hey, listen, we're just uh, we're just going through the motions here, you know, as usual. By the way, did I say hello to my good friend, Spoke Griffin, yet today? No. She's a sweetheart. There's one of the nicest people I've ever worked in the same building with is my close, personal, dark-complected friend, Shvoe Griffin, who's making a fortune off those goddamn psychic spots on much music and MTV and VH1 and all the other ones, and more power to her. God bless her and my old friend, Shirley Peters, who's getting fatter by the minute, but nevertheless. What's wrong with that psychic network? Not a damn thing wrong with it. And Castronova, we agree. Two things. Number one, he's jealous, and number two... He's an asshole. Right. Got some nerve opening up a mouth. And then making up stories. He saw me at the sawgrass. Boy, you must be desperate, huh? Once the word got out that you were over here sucking around with everybody for a job here. Huh, Paul? He must have been real happy about that over there at Queer Channel. Dear, that Castronovo's running around here sucking around with everybody looking for a goddamn show on a morning show. As if we're going to put him on? Is there any chance? No. No. That's kind of like going over there to, uh, to Waffen looking for a job on the air. Yeah, they can, maybe they can have a hell of an award-winning sports line. They can put Mercury Morris on there, you know, put him on for a while. And they can put Roy! And then they got already more testes distrata. And they got that silly goofball Jim Barry, who's always so happy. Ah! That's because he hangs around with Angela Ray a lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> her, yeah, with a thing on her lip. I think that they're trying to get rid of that thing on her lip, by the way. It seems to be diminishing somewhat. Maybe Al Sunshine bitched her out for being on the air with a thing on her lip. I wouldn't be surprised if the next, the next news anchor they bring in on four in their long line of desperate moves. Maybe it was somebody with a hair lip. You know, at least it would bring some attention. Oh, by the way, did I just mention that I need to have you call because you were busy with that guy? My dentist? Do you know what his name is? Yes. And say what to him. And just say I'm, I'll, I have to cancel for it. I'm going to postpone it. I just, so, I, I can't do it. You will, you will call and reschedule? Yes. Okay. Oh, don't let them give you a date. Don't let them suck you into that. Right. There's no emergency. My, uh, my, yeah, my gums are, I was there a few months ago. It's, it's got nothing to do with the money. In fact, I'll be glad to pay. And I'll send him the money not to go. How do you like that? I'm just not in the mood to go get my uh, mouth scrubbed today, at least not by uh, her. Five six seven oh five six. That means we can eat. How do you like that? Huh? What a great deal that is. Now we can eat. Now he that was. I just saw uh, uh, Clarence right. stick his head in the door. Right, probably was asking at... just that. Was he really? Yeah. You have to be kidding. No. I like Clarence. Oh, he's a good guy. Although, although. Lunch. Yeah, he's a Jew. But seriously, one thing he does, I wish he was still standing there. 
Please listen in how I'm sure. I don't, not that I want to be critical because I did criticize. I, I, I want to be constructive. See, one of the problems is we got a lot of young guys here who aspire to greater things, like our friend uh, over there on the West Coast in Fort Myers, Corey Saban, which uh, we haven't had a spy report about him in a long time. I wonder if his hair grew back. You think so? No. No. But nobody nobody gives anybody any advice here. Nobody uh, gives him a lending hand. Like when JP was here, I uh, constantly was trying to give him a lending hand, and he ran like a son of a bitch. Now, there was a Cuban that I could relate to, but nevertheless. With his shirt on, though. Yeah, uh, walking furball. He was kind of like the uh, Cuban Ron Jeremy, is what he said. But anyway, uh, how come it is now, in the days when Ken Malden, I love Ken Malden, what a great guy he is. There is, uh, you know, between him and Phil Griffin, I'd be hard-pressed to tell you my favorite. Two great guys. One Sparta, one Jew. But nevertheless, on the days when Ken is doing the updates at 2 o'clock, it's like you hear a little music, and there he is, and I'm Ken Malden, here's the uh, stuff. But on the days when Clarence is doing the update at 2 o'clock, I mean, immediately, as soon as we finish with the idea, Matt, 2 o'clock. Now, now, what does that mean? How do you spell Matt, 2 o'clock? Is it like M-A, like Matt Dillon, Matt Damon? Is that what it's like? Uh-huh. Matt, 2 o'clock. Matt, like spastic. Don't be spastic, Clarence. At, E-T, not Matt. Matt, 2 o'clock. Like a kid we used to have on W Snooze years ago, his name was Glenn something or other. Alice Rantel had the hots for him, by the way. And he had this crazy girlfriend, Debbie, that used to break his sunglasses and do stuff on the air to get him uh, upset while he was on the air. But at any rate, he used to say, Browards. Here's the number in Dade, and here's the number in Browards. Yeah. And he wasn't even a swish. I mean, it's not like he had a, oh, I sure hope that Clarence didn't hear what I just said about, mad, 2 o'clock. Don't say that anymore, please. You do that. Listen to your tapes. When you do the updates at 2, at the end of my show, you'll say, mad, 2 o'clock. Is he denying it again? He was in denial the other day about that hockey name. No, he doesn't Alaska. know. He's going to go listen to the tape. Listen to the tape. Now, and you do it every time so you can pick any tape. You always do that. I'm trying to. He's going to pick yesterday and uh, go listen to it. He didn't do yesterday. Ken Malden did yesterday. Yeah, listen, listen to yesterday's tape. You won't hear it. There you go. Excellent thinking. It's uh, 1226 at 560 WQM. Are we getting lunch, by the way? Yes. I know that's why you came I'm in. Stopping him from ordering something. What were you going to order? That's what we're uh, discussing right now. What are we getting to? Going through the menu folder. How about our good close friend Brad over there at Tony's that was kind enough to help us out when everybody else was closed on Monday? Sounds good to me. Mm. Just the usual stuff. Just a bunch of stuff. I love Tony's. Love all the people that bring us free food. We love the uh, free food people. Because we're radio people. We can't let Sandy, the only freeloader in the building, and the nephew. 26 past noon at 560 WQM. You're for Neil Rogers. He's in his house. All right. Down to the
that guy. She know how to make the bald man cry. That man takes you to shout in the house. Who would leave the skate mark on the towel? All right. You know, Josh Friedman, I was just thinking about that. Not that that was done about him. Or Hank, by the way. Some people thought that that, that had something to do with the humper. Hey, stupid. No, not him. I dare not say who it was about. But at any rate, uh, Josh Friedman, he's the only person I can think of that would get down, turned down by the hookers in Amsterdam in the red light district. Because, you know, they stand in the doorway. And then, you know, when business is slow at various times, they'll, like, crack the door open. And, hey, hey, mister, hi, how are you? You know, they'll try to, like, lure you to their uh, den. And he'd be one of those people that would like, like he did yesterday, stand there in the doorway, and they would say, uh, "No, sir." And then, and they would pull the curtain immediately. What if they charged by the pound? Exactly. Yeah, in fact, he'd probably have a good time in England because he could pay in pounds. What a disgusting piece of pusillanimous pus! Six hundred pounds of crap. Like I said, we've got a real bizarre outfit here. Make no mistake about it. And if you think I'm exaggerating, here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Morning, Neil. How's everything? Great. Neil, uh, regarding all this gun shooting and everything else, uh, you know, a lot of I see these people, they congregate and they all pray and they go to the church thinking they're going to get their uh, clearance of these things and they don't end the things there. Half the time these things are done in the name of uh, situations like that. they got to reevaluate their creed there and see where all this violence comes from. Yeah, I sure like to find out a little bit more about this asshole that killed these people there last night who was uh, bitching out the Baptist. I'd like to find out what kind of neurotic religion this guy probably was. Well, you know, in the fact, ironically, that it happened in a church yeah. <laughs> during their practices and everything else. No, during they were having a big uh, prayer thing, a prayer in. They were praying at them. Were they praying physically at the time? Yes. Oh, there you go. Is that, uh, They're singing. They, they were singing a hymn and a her. Well, evidently, they didn't get their sheltering there. For, evidently, he had got, like I said, God is very busy worrying about making sure he gets Cliff, Hurricane Cliff Floyd up the East Coast to where most of the population is so he can terrorize America again. Or if these people would consider their source, they would see that this would hardly uh, recognize as anything in God's book with all the millions he killed and all the people he had killed via his orders. So this is nothing. Hey, wait till the locusts come in, man. That's it. Okay. Neil, I'd like to, uh, if you'd allow me to, uh, switch the subject here for a second here regarding uh, the ministers and the, uh, and the gay Catholics. I'm... Fed up with reading all these articles. Gay priests? There's yeah. no fact in, in the church. Yeah, that Isn't guy. Isn't that redundant? They call themselves New Ways and all the, All these people. They call themselves what? Uh, the New Ways Foundation. They're a group of uh, ex-Vatican or ex-kicked-out priests that are now, they're, they're homosexuals. Openly. Are they related to the Swiss Guard by any chance? It's unbelievable. Rather than these people come to grips with who they are. Come to grips with something, yeah. And, and Besides alter Do the research of the human biology of who they are. They want to hold on to their uh, their superstitions here for their comfort and now they try to make the two mix and here they are i don't know if you get and i think i've heard you guys mention before with the freedom from religion i'm a member and i get all these every month you get uh, numerous crimes you can't count them unspeakable things done by people using their uh their their headship and their pulpit as a as a minister or as a mechanism towards mm-hmm. uh, abusing all these people yeah like this Unreal. priest out there patrick Unreal. o'shea in san francisco that was one of my first stories i had this morning who was accused of embezzling 252 grand from his church and molesting altar boys and other children 
Unbelievable. Venice, Florida. Very believable. 500000 they had to pay for not only for one priest doing it, but as yeah. the kid went off to the other priest to get help, they spanked him and did it to him, too. Mm-hmm. They all admitted to it and had to pay. Well, you know, get a good spanking, you'll straighten that kid out in a hurry. And the Catholic so Church speak. says they regret this, but they're going to rehab him in their own little council. There yeah. Isn't Mexico if for you and I did that, they'd hang us on the highest tree in the state. Damn, damn straight. Okay, God Thanks, bless you. Neil. Take God care. bless you. I'll pray for you. Five six seven oh five sixty. See, that's always a con. It's, it's like saying, "I'm so much better than you are. I'll pray for you." It's like the Baptist with the Jews. That dude. You know, oh, we're gonna pray for you because we're so much better than you are. We got all the right answers. We got the right fairy tales. You just can't get it straight. So we'll pray for you. Talk about looking down your nose. Talk about condescending assholes. We're gonna pray for you. Don't pray for me, okay? Pray for yourself, and maybe you get a brain someday. And maybe you can emancipate your brain from the horrendous. See, I was watching those kids, as horrendous as the story is, no matter where it happened, in a uh, Jewish uh, place where it was a school or a church or whatever it is. It makes no difference. It's horrendous. These are human lives, young people. But I was watching that thing, and I was thinking again about the fact that here are these poor kids whose brains at this early age have been stolen, just like Hitler said, baby, just like the Catholic Church says, get them when they're young. The Hitler Youth, that's when they start brainwashing them starting when they're real young, and that's what the religionists do. Take away any possibility that they might think for themselves and realize what a bunch of crap it is. How young is too young? Exactly. Well, what are you reading that in? Is that in Newsweek? <laughs> Newsweek? This man is sitting in there with more goddamn pornography, I'm telling you. Even even a goddamn video store up the street hasn't got as much pornography as we can hear. I really like this when I uh, pass it along. Oh, and they were, re- speaking of that, whatever happened with the, what's his name, from the uh, Hurricanes? The guy that was in uh, Abercrombie and Bitch catalog, which, by the way, we never got our freebies from Abercrombie and Bitch. But what what the hell was his name? Jeff uh, Popovich. You remember that day? And I was taking the thing around, and he's in there practically bare-ass naked, certainly the ass part. And they're like, oh, you know, like uh, holding up the wolfbane and the uh, crucifix. And this is the Jewish kids back there. 20, Jason especially, always holding up all kinds of stuff to, to make sure he doesn't see it. Afraid he might like it. 21 before uh, 1 at 560 WQAM. What well, do you know about most of those sports nerds? Most of them are a bunch of, uh, you know, official fact in, in the church. Recent court rulings concerning the sexual orientation of scoutmasters has made it nearly impossible for the average parent to know what kind of scouting experience their son can expect. But one organization has arisen to make things perfectly clear. <laughs> The Gay Scouts. Okay, troops, time to set up camp. But I've been pitching a tent for hours. <laughs> the Gay Scouts will teach your son the art of self-preservation in the wild. Oh man, this match won't light. How are we going to get this fire going? That's okay. We can make our own body heat. <laughs> when your son joins the Gay Scouts, he'll hear late-night ghost stories. And when the severed body was found... He was wearing a Donna Coran ensemble with clashing lapels that had been out of season since Labor Day. <laughs> that was the scariest thing I ever heard. So if you want your son to bond with other like-minded young men, have him join the Gay Scouts today, where our motto is... Then I hear they all do get the, the soap on the rope. It's 16 till uh, 1 at 560 WQM. God, this thing is moving along here pretty good today. Well, they're going to be upset when they find out I'm canceling my teeth clean today at Dr. Y. Had my good, close, personal friend, Dr. Gary. What? 
<laughs> but nevertheless, like I said, I'm just not in the mood for it. And thank you very much, sir. You deserve those dolphin tickets and your freebies at Tony Romans for uh, p- planting that in my head. Blame him. No, he convinced me. I mean, you know, so I'm not going to do it today. I'll do it some other goddamn day. I'm just not in a, a masochistic mood that I want somebody potching around in my mouth today. At least not her. Five six seven oh five sixty. We still have that other pair of dolphin tickets to give away, along with the dinner for two with Tony Romas. Thanks to our good close personal friend Sam in there, who wants to spread, you know, make it look like he's giving away a bunch of stuff, even though he's whoring most of the freebies for himself and the nephew. What did I do with that thing, by the way? Not that it's all that important. I guess I uh, shot canned it. Here's uh, Sunny Isles. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Hey, uh, what's the over and under on the uh, number of killings in the? Uh... 142. Yeah, can I get some dolphin tickets? No. All right. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. That was a no-brainer. Here's Miami Shores. Hello. Miami Shores. Hey, what's up, Neil? Yes, sir. Um, I agree with you with the gun laws and that they should be stricter and that it's too late to just go ahead and ban them all. My only concern is it's if you want the gun bad enough, and if the person is, is gets denied by the strict laws, and they still want the gun, they can still oh go out and get it. Oh, my God, it's Father Robert Ryan is on CNN. Go ahead, I'm sorry. They can still get it. There's a lot of 15, 16-year-olds wannabe gangsters in Miami right. who have guns, and there's no way they were approved for it. There's no way they, whatever guidelines there are, they qualified for, but they still have them. Mm-hmm. And there's pawn shops. All around the town, and I know because my friend has bought a gun from a pawn shop who didn't have to wait the three-day mm-hmm. period. So really, it, it, they should be stricter, and the laws should be should be there set yeah. up. But, but they're not. It's and they not, it's not going to change anything. It's the American F and Way, man. Can I get the tickets? George is giving me a look like, no, it's your decision, George. It's up to you. Don't leave it up to me. Are you Cuban? No, I'm not a Argentinian. Oh, you're okay. You got him. Okay, give our uh, Argentinian. Oh, wait a minute. Ask him if he knows any Nazis before we give him the tickets. He might be one. Ask him if he's got uh, any beef with us. Nah, give him the tickets, okay? He sounds like a guy. You know, he's Argentinian. We love our Argentinian friends, our Colombian friends, Puerto Rican friends, the ones who aren't terrorists. Yeah, that's Bubba's new deal, okay? Never met a Puerto Rican terrorist that he didn't like. All of a sudden, he's starting to lose it, I'm telling you. See, they think that you get syphilis from too much sex. No, actually, what happens is your mind turns to jello. and not enough sex. You start going like a goofy. You start making sounds like... Yeah. That's what's happening to Bubba. WQAM. WQAM. Yes, sir. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I wanted to speak to Neil. Where are you calling from? Miami. You didn't want those tickets, did you? No, I don't want the tickets. Oh, good. I was just letting a piece of advice. I mean, I think that these Cubans that are out here, I mean, being half Cuban, are getting a false sense of security from uh, the fact that they got a mayor like Alex Pinellas that gets on the TV every time he gets a chance. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, wanted to make that point because, I, you know, having relatives that get here, they place a phone call back to Cuba and let the rest know that, you know, if they could get their butt on land, they're going to have somebody that's going to argue for them on national TV or local TV and, you know, allow them to... They're dreaming. They're dreaming. In fact, the last time I checked, Mickey Arison wasn't Cuban, you know? Exactly. That's his good buddy. Oh, you know, it's funny you should mention that because we're going to take a poll now. What ethnic group would you like to have us bring in to replace the Cubans in South Florida? Ah, what ethnic groups? I think the Europeans. Yeah, the Europeans would be good. Maybe some in Italy for a little while, was in the service, and uh, nice people down to earth, you right. know? 
just hang out, you know, enjoy life. They don't work to live, you know, they live to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I say, I mean, opposite. We live kind of to work here where, they, you know, they work to live and enjoy life a little bit more than here. You got it. I appreciate talking to you. First time talking to you, Neil. All right, see you. All right, have a good day. Take care. Okay, there you go. That was a good guy. Picked him up cold because George was busy taking the information for our Argentinian friend who got the other pair of dolphin tickets. Do we have any more dolphin tickets to give away today? No. 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 I just I make that very, very clear, okay? No more dolphin tickets. Oh, by the way, they got uh, Greta von Suster and they got Father Robert Drynan is on there, one of the last great line, Alan Dushowitz. Uh, we have Robert DeBoard, age 17, and he's been upgraded to fair condition. He had a gunshot wound to the chest. Uh, Justin Laird, age 16. Remains in serious condition with a gunshot wound to the back. Jeff Laster, age 36, remains in serious condition with a gunshot wound to the abdomen. And we did have uh, Mary Beth Talley, who was treated and released. Mm. Every few days, here's another one and another one and another one and another one. And the people see this and they all kind of blend into each other. And like, oh, yeah, well, that's too bad, you know. So what's uh, for dinner tonight? No, no, seriously, they, they've been so totally desensitized. There is nothing, nothing that could happen now that would shock the American people. Nothing. They could, they could televise today's Senate, uh, all the Senate hearings, and all the senators could be on there stark naked, and it's, it would, it, you know, it would be uh, disgusting and grotesque, but nevertheless, would it shock anybody? No. No. Maybe the AC went out there up in D.C., huh? That must have been the problem. Got to cool off somehow. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello? Yeah. can barely hear you. Have you got a crappy phone or something? Hello? There you go. Oh, nigger Neil God. Yes, sir. Hey. Um, yeah. Neil God! That's me. First of all, I don't want Dolphins tickets. Good. I was going to say that. I know they're gone already, but I was going to say well, that. Well, I'm glad you said that. That makes me feel much better. And uh, did you say you're getting your teeth cleaned today? No, I'm not. Why not? My, my dental hygienist is great. Yeah. No, my uh, dental hygienist is good too, but I'm just, I have to feel a little bit masochistic. They like to, uh, you know, they like to inflict a little bit. Well, not only is she great, I mean, she's very pretty and she has great hands. Mm-hmm. And um, I like it when she kind of hovers over my face, you know. Uh huh. But now they have to wear all that protective stuff. Puts a little something extra in your puss to, uh, Well, now they have to wear all that protective guns. stuff. Um, like, she looks like a welder now. She has a big <laughs> mask on. Yeah, that's you right. You can't even that's see her right. face. The anymore. gloves and the mask and the other, you're right. <laughs> Unbelievable, but it's still nice. She's very gentle, and uh, she's good. like I said, she's good. Maybe she can be on the next space shuttle. <laughs> hey, did you see about Stevie Stevie Eiserman? Yeah, three more years. You know, too bad about Stevie Eiserman. He's too small to be a great oh, player. Boy, he's the best. That's what a brilliant general manager once told me. He's too bad about Stevie. Why he's too small? Stevie, why God? Yes, sir. See you, buddy. All right. By the way, Stevie Y still looks pretty good to me. He's about 110 years old. He still looks good. He never changes. He still looks great to me. Let's all get our naked Stevie Y pictures. Now we're talking. Man. See, it's one thing about hockey. I know that this comes as a great shock to you, but because most of the players are white. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. And also because they don't have no 300-pound guys in there like the NFL, those big tubs of crap that are supposedly athletes, the linemen, big tubs of lard. No, in hockey, they've all got to be trim and uh, slim and uh, hard. I mean, you know, smooth. Which brings to mind, by the way, want to thank so much my good close personal friend Alan or Alvin or whatever his name is down there in the Keys, my attorney friend. What is his name? Alan. Nice Jewish boy. Who sends me a copy of a book by Laura Robinson called, it's a uh, paperback, Crossing the Line, Violence and Sexual Assault in Canada's National Sport. I think only outdone by the Catholic Church and the priesthood is the uh, amount of child molestation that goes on in hockey up there in Canada. 
you know, it's cold, it's lonely. They gotta have somebody to cozy up to. And then, of course, they might they might even have the story in there about the marshmallow in the rectum. Rectum. Here's Loxahatchee. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, first time, long time. All right. You know, I was uh, I just got done reading that whole uh, shooting at the Fort Worth Church in the Palm Beach Post here. Yes, sir. And you know, I used to really believe that people kill people, guns don't kill people. Oh, yeah. But guns are making it way too easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't even know, man. I, I guess you were right with saying that nothing nothing really shocks the American public. You don't think too many people really getting killed with teaspoons, you know what? Right? Every Or with forks? <laughs> I know, no kidding. You couldn't do that with a sword or anything, I tell you. Right. Only on guiding light. <laughs> no kidding. It's like, I don't know, it's it's everyone's in such la la land down here because they're just nothing not just, not just down here it's the whole country they, this isn't even an important issue after this whole series of all these mass shootings and the most of the people still don't give a crap nope that's because they're true. conditioned to it like i said they're conditioned to accept violence they believe that this is the way life has to be and so they say oh, okay just leave us alone if you can and what's for dinner and that's the american effing way right exactly no kidding I, it's it's also the government too has a real kind of band-aid approach to all these problems too. Mm-hmm. patch it up nobody complains yeah, just you know. pacify everybody and make sure that the the big money interests are really keep pacified because those are the important ones oh well yeah of course you know how much money uh people make selling guns i mean come on billions yeah same thing with alcohol and cigarettes yeah okay pal yeah thank you Neil. have a great day Bye. yeah see alcohol and cigarettes they're bad for us are the government going to ban them no no of course not they were subsidizing the tobacco growers until what about five minutes ago but if you're growing that wicked weed in the backyard, then your ass is going to jail. Yeah, That's right. If you're growing a product that we know kills people with cancer, with lung cancer, with emphysema, deader than crap. We don't care about that. We'll give you, yeah, we'll, we'll make the pretense that we're going to give you kind of a hard time. You know, we'll make it look good. But that's okay. It's still legal. It'll always be legal. But if you're growing that wicked weed in the backyard, or God forbid, in possession of a little bit, or even much worse than that, selling a little bit of it, then come on down to Miami International. That's what I say. Oh, and by the way, the Jimmy Johnson thing, there's a great line in that story. It's the second story in a uh, 10-part series, which is good because he ripped the hell out of American Airlines. I always like that JJ, baby. He says, I was up in the cabin talking to the pilot, and we're talking about the airports being closed, and he said, the airports aren't closed, Johnson said, so I asked him why we couldn't land, and he said, American Airlines sent everybody home which is why they had to go over to Fort Myers instead and take the bus over here and divert and pervert and do all of that crap and get him all bent out of shape. And by the way, their uh, next road game is October 10th in Indianapolis. Guess what airline they're flying? American. Because they got you by the short hairs. You can scream and get pissed off like we all do, but uh, tough luck. And they know it, and they don't care. That's the You know what it's like? It's like this place. They don't care. You can cuss them out, and you can bitch them out, and you can be 500% right. And you know something? They don't care. They just look at you and laugh, and they go, and they just keep doing the same crap they've always done. They don't give a crap. How do you like that? American Airlines, they had to send the employees home because it's not a good idea to leave all all the drugs there when there's a goddamn hurricane thing. You might have some security people coming through there. Not a good idea. you got to take it home. Plus, like I said, you have to have a day to take home all the goddamn loose luggage that was left laying around so you can go shopping. There's Alan Dushowitz. Access to weapons of mass destruction. I never met a publicity opportunity that he didn't like. 
That's what we're going to do one day. We'll take a poll on the biggest publicity hounds in the world. I mean, some of these, uh, him and that Jerry Spence, there's another one. Every time you turn around, he's on a silly cowboy outfit on, saying nothing, saying absolutely nothing, talking glittering crap. Four minutes before one at 560 WQM next time. Oh, Oh, boy, it's the one to two hour. Hello, this is Bob Dole. You know, a few years ago, I had prostate surgery. Initially, I was worried simply about recovering. Then I began to worry about the post-operative side effects, like erectile dysfunction, ED, sometimes known as impotence, also referred to as whiskey wiener, leg of limp, soft serve, down periscope, wobbly willy, flaccid flagpole, heading south, spaghetti syndrome, limp biscuit, you know, ding-dong, the witch is dead. But there is help. You need to see a doctor with a little courage and proper treatment. He can help you achieve an erection, sometimes known as a boner. Often referred to as a stiffy, hard time, pocket rocket, granite gumdrop, concrete crawler, roll of quarters, a chubby, pitching a tent or being harder than Chinese algebra. And when you do get help, there's no reason to be ashamed because there's now hope for men and their partners. Hope that they'll soon be able to have intercourse, sometimes known as sex often referred to as the Humpty Dance, bumping uglies, hiding the salami, splitting the uprights, the tube steak boogie, getting some on you, mashing nads, you know, taking a trip to the mound. So remember, it's a little embarrassing to talk about, but with a little courage and a few creative euphemisms, you too can leave behind the soft rock, get yourself some hard salami, and ride the baloney pony into a bright new future. I'm Bob Dole. Thank you. And guess what? If you're married to Liddy Dole, it still won't help. 102 at 560 WQM, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. How about them cowboys? Oh! Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Mia. How you doing? Great. Uh, this is, uh, I'm calling you from uh, University of Miami. I'm a freshman here. I'm so and... sorry. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, I just want to call and comment about that crazy maniac who shot all those kids in church. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, we can't be safe anywhere here. You know, thank God that I have good grades and I'm getting the hell out of here and going to Paris next semester. Good for you. But, um, you know... Get out of that thing, UN, man, before they turn your brains to jello. Next thing I know, you know, I'm going to one day be taking a crap or making love to somebody and then here comes some crazy maniac and I'm about, is about to shoot me just because they're having a bad day. That's right. I mean, well, we're living... Maybe because the stock market went down. <laughs> we're living in hell, you know. Okay, anyway. Let me take a look at uh, CNBC because I think it was looking pretty bad. And, oh, 116 points down. Nasdaq's down 43. There you go again. We, we, we'll, we'll probably have two or three more shootings today, then. Wouldn't surprise me. All right, Neil. Take care, man. Okay, okay. See ya. And don't forget, by the way. Hurricane fucking blow. Five, six, how's Jeff Popovich doing, by the way? Boy, I sure wonder about that. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Jeff, who's that he's talking about? See, all you big, uh, you know, team, team wins a game or two and right away, oh, they got the banners out again and they're starting to put some people, some asses in the seats. These people are so full of crap. Uh, it's not just, it's football, it's hockey, it's basketball, it's every sport that's ever, anything else. You name it. They should just change the name of the whole part of the state to just Oblivious USA. Because no matter what the topic is, yeah. they're oblivious. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi. Uh, yes, one sir. One time, second time. All right. Um, I spoke to you about three or four weeks ago. I said to speak to you. I heard, listened to the show, and you were talking about the Italian restaurant down in Fort Lauderdale, Gigi's, that they were no longer around. 
They have a freestanding building just north of Commercial on 441. Are you serious? Yeah, and they are really, really good. The same ones from the old days when they used to be right there by uh, Pier 66 and in Maikai? I am quite sure of it because there's nothing else that tastes like it. I mean, it, it was really, really Oh, that was a sensational place. Yeah. It's on 441 um, north of Commercial? Just north of Commercial on the west side road, um, just before the uh, Red Lobster there. Or the east side of the road, excuse me. Boy, when you stop and think about all the great places that used to be, you know? Yeah, that place was great. Um, also, uh, Alan Dushowitz, he, he's looking more and more like Larry from the Three Studios, don't you think? I think he's looking more like Larry from, from that show. <laughs> there you go. Uh, also, Fenders, I think. Last and final thing, I know your tickets are gone, which is fine, but i got to tell you, the best... The best games I've ever been to in pro ball, whether it be football, baseball, doesn't matter, uh, have been the free tickets that I have been given by friends. Uh, the most recent one, I went to see the Phillies play. My son got sick. I was supposed to take him uh, to see the game, and I ended up taking my little five-year-old daughter, four-and-a-half-year-old daughter, mm -hmm. and we stayed the whole game. She just wanted this thing to take me out to the ball game. She was so patient, but the innings were going so fast because, of course, they're getting blown out. Mm -hmm. The very next-to-last pitch, a fly ball comes, guess to who? To me. It goes off my hands into the seat right next to my daughter. She picks it up. All right. She's happy, and now she thinks that's the way it goes. Great. Anyway, I'm out of material. That's the only that way we one. can make any Marlins fans. Okay, thank you. How about if we just get free baseball if everybody comes in, huh? Oh. A couple hundred balls. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. It's like uh, the Copa. Free balls for everybody, baby. Oh, don't say the Copa. Here's a lady in Cooper City. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Um, I think that too many tragic events are happening, obviously, in the schools and the homes. And because of guns, and I just wish that proponents of gun control would just stop mentioning their constitutional baloney of the, you know, the Brady Act and everything, because the Constitution was written in 1787, and first yeah. of all, there was no television then, and there was no media glorifying the violence, so that whole thing was not an issue. There was and, no Jerry Springer show either. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So since the times have changed tremendously, maybe they should just you know, change the Constitution or just ban, you know, all guns yeah, altogether. I, I heard a rumor that they're going to uh, they're going to uh, take away the Second Amendment. I think it's going to happen this next uh, congressional uh, session. They're going to uh, they're going to uh, repeal the Second Amendment. Oh, really? Yeah. And no, now no they invented the safety locks on guns, which is another excuse for them to keep the guns on the street. Mm -hmm. And you know, all they do is blame the families for not having values. And as a teacher, I'm scared to go teach in school. I don't blame you. You don't, you know, I don't know whether I'm going to live or die. Then, you know. You used to go to the airport. There were no metal detectors. You used to go to school. No metal detectors. Now America has become so. We just accept it. You know, everywhere you go, let's have medical metal detectors just Absolutely. in case of guns and bombs. And maybe American Airlines has got a few more hand grenades in the overhead. Absolutely. And also, the whole information. I don't know where they get it from, but it's not even credible. It's not factual and it's not reliable. So I don't know where they get it from. They're saying that, you know, kids die more of inhalation of um, um, oxidants or whatever, whatever it is. And that's so, I'm sorry, it's a bunch of baloney. So. Okay, I'll see you in the valley, girl. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, eight minutes after one at QAM. Let me ask you, is the dead Garraway still dead? Uh-huh. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And Jack Lascouli, is he still dead? No. Yes, he is. How about Larry King? Is he still dead? Uh-huh. Is he still uh, still owe people all that money? Uh-huh. Here's a mobile in Cutler Ridge. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How about Big Wilson? Is he still dead? Last time I checked. Yeah. Um, Neil, did you see Al Sunshine on the news on Tuesday? 
at all during the hurricane. Did I see him? I did a whole show on it yesterday. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, my radio, my on and I did a whole show bitching him out because he's an asshole. He is the most disgusting piece of pudwhacking puke in the history of mankind. Going there and bitching these people out. Oh, I know. Audacity to open up their business to the desperate public on a day when the sun was shining and there was no problem at all. And he's in there pontificating and cussing them out, and he should have had his ass fired. (laughs) I agree. I'm sorry I didn't get to hear all that. Can I sing a song about him? Real quick, Go ahead. Still short. It's sung to the tune of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. Sticker with the sun dome. Sticker with the sun dome. Sticker with the sun dome. Shine out sunshine. Sticker with the sun dome. Sticker with the sun dome. Sticker with the sun dome. Shine out sunshine. Shame on you. I'm out of material. <laughs> oh, all right. Not bad. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. That, that didn't interfere too badly. The Dolphin tickets did it, even though we got a couple of lines open now which we had the phone just smoking all morning long, and then we gave away some dolphin tickets. And I think we were right on the verge, by the way, of solving all the social ills of America. We were right on the edge of it. We are right on the edge of uncovering the world's largest closet, the uh, Catholic Church. Right on the edge of solving the gun problem, getting all these gun nuts straightened out. Right on the verge of getting that hurricane to just uh, drift off to sea and leave everybody the hell alone up there and stop at all the rain and the other punishment that God is inflicting on everybody. See, all the God squad out there, the crazy God people, why does he do these things? Why does he do these things? Because there can't be hurricanes, there can't be tornadoes. Even if you accept kind of a combination of God and nature, you can't have one without the other. Nature, if there's a God, then nature doesn't do these things unless God uh, instructed it and taught it how to do it and invented it. You can't just be selective and say, oh, like the guy that called earlier said, remember, why don't you talk about the good things from religion? And I thought, and I went, uh, yeah, when's that going to start? Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Neil, I wanted to make a uh, trade-off with you. I was going to bring you lunch for Mayday's tomorrow for Dolphins tickets. Oh. So, uh, sorry, I couldn't do that, but if... Uh, you can get lunch for Mayday's any day for uh, free. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, my, it's my dad that owns it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just want to say... Because uh, you like the free plugs, <laughs> and we like the food. We love you too, Neil. I know it. Uh, I just want to say uh, to those uh, those jalapeno peppers. Yeah, I heard they were tearing the the you know what out of you. They did. They're great. The th- the problem is with the uh, Second Amendment is um, even though it was you know a different time with different people and whatnot, you got to think about the guns they had back then. They didn't have a uh, you know nine millimeter semi-automatic. Oh, almost nobody had guns back then. It was very rare a person you'd find that had any guns in their possession. Yeah, but even the guns they had were like long-range Lunches. rifles that mm-hmm. took them five minutes to load. So right. if you got pissed off at somebody who wanted to shoot them, right. it took you five minutes. By the time you loaded your gun, the person was either gone or you completely forgot about what you were mad right. about, you know. Nowadays, you know, the only thing, you know, I mean, you can just load a gun in less than a second and just blow away 20 people without even blinking. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. May I call someone a douchebag again? Monica Lewinsky said yes. Uh, John Roberts, you're a douchebag. Okay. See ya. Love that May Day's up there in North Perry Airport with that great food, which we get for free because they love us and we love them, like you said. Five, and we love your dad. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Got a few open lines. Don't forget we got the Marlins and the Giants this afternoon. That'll be a dead tune out. I mean, this station we might as well shut it off. Put on the Noah Weather Radio. Marlins at the Giants pregame three thirty, and then after the game we join the uh, in progress the Panthers first exhibitionist game of the season against the Nashville Predators at Knoxville, Tennessee, with the amazing Jigs McDonald. Anybody out there ever hear Jigs? Uh huh. Okay. 
speaks for itself. At least you'll have a guy describing the game anyway, which is something you never had on this station before in a hockey game. You'll have a guy describing the game. He is old and fuddy-duddy and kind of a, you know, old hack, but nevertheless, he'll be a tremendous improvement. Even guys like Paul Harvey Jr., that thank God we haven't heard from in a long time, will understand like what a real hockey announcer does, which is called describe the game, and not try to be a sit-down comedian like the jackass we had on there before for six years who used to do this show, by the way, in midday and had numbers you couldn't see with the Mount Palomar telescope in spite of the fact that Barry Jackass loved them because he used to put on those dumb press conferences. Let me, while, uh, while I'm getting worked up about this, let me just again comment on asshole athletes having press conferences. You know, because, and it's all because of television. It's all because they got all these hours to fill up on CNN SI and on, and on ESPN 1, 2, and 3 and the douche and the... They got all this time to fill up, so every time somebody farts, we got to have the athletes sit down there at a table with a microphone in front, and we have to have some stupid press conference. Like that, like, uh, was it Jennifer Capriotti, the one that was carrying on the other day, and they had her in tears again? Well, first of all, honey, if you don't want to get a grilling, tell them you're not going to do a press conference, you stupid bitch. What the hell's wrong with you? Hey, dude, Jennifer Capriotti here. And when I'm not slapping balls on the court, I'm getting stoned off my ass. And I get my best hits off the Jennifer Capriati Tennis Ball Can Bomb. That's right, it's the Jennifer Capriati Tennis Ball Can Bomb. Cops will never suspect this innocent-looking cat. Just empty the ball, screw on the ball, fill it with water, and you're set to destroy brain cells. The Jennifer Capriati way. Oh, this is so smooth. <coughs> it's the bong that thinks it's a tennis ball can. The tennis ball can that thinks it's a bong. Proceeds benefit the Jennifer Capriati Legal Defense Fund. Normal approved. Yeah, and she's breaking down in tears. Oh, I can't get across here. I don't want to talk about this anymore. And she gets up and, and you hear in the back, thank you, Jennifer, as she's storming out. Pathetic. And the people that watch that stuff, they're even more pathetic. Well, did I see it? Five, six, seven. Oh, uh, how the hell can you help see it? They show it 600 times there on goddamn CNN. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line. 200 open lines now all of a sudden. Let's pretend we got some more dolphin tickets to give away, huh? Uh-huh. Here's a mobile in Miami Lakes. Hello. Hey, man, what's up? How you doing, sir? Hey, with all the shootings, they should outlaw guns, man. Should be outlawed. Yeah. And with all the people in the head of AIDS, they should outlaw homosexuals. Yeah, how great. Another one. There you go. Another one of your people. Same old tired homophobia. The same old tired one-note Johnny. Like I said before, what ethnic group can we get in here when we ship all the Cubans back where they came from? Except a few that look pretty good. 5670560. God, are you old and tired and ponderous, man. You, you just It just wears you out. doesn't wear me out because I get paid one way or the other. Where's the world out? Listening to your tired terminal crap. Maricon, 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 bugarron, parito. Same old crap. As predictable as the weather in Nome, Alaska, man. Let's bring in some goddamn, like I said, some Middle Eastern people. Not too many Arabs, though. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Um it's pretty sad. Like, I'm looking at the Herald here, and, like, Floyd's got the main headline here, and on the side it shows the eight people in Texas dead. Mm -hmm. That's pretty sad. Yeah, like an afterthought. Like, uh, we can't be bothered with that. It's only eight. Yeah, and another thing is, um, 
you know, you know all the hysteria that the the weather guys put on everybody down here to be prepared for the storm and whatnot. Don't you think that people aren't going to take them so seriously this time if this other storm comes through? I, I don't know what you mean by that. Well, what do you mean by hysteria? The thing was uh, gigantic. It was a, almost a Category 5. Oh, yeah. Well, you know how... Another 50 miles to the west, and we have gotten a gigantic blowjob, man. <laughs> That's right. All right, Neil. Okay, have a great day. No, I, I mean, Monday, like I said, they did a great job. And then Tuesday, once uh, they could have all gone home and they could have uh, given us a chance to live our lives in peace, that's when they started making assholes out of themselves, including the mayor and the governor and all the others. And, of course, uh, the fascist up there, the man who put the BS in the BS, oh! in Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Mobile in Sunrise. Uh, hey, hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. Hey, Neil, this is my first time calling, but uh, I like to say something on the three-day uh, cooling-off period. Mm-hmm. Uh, last Thursday, I had a confrontation with two guys in the bar, and they kind of beat me up. I was so angry that I, I drove down to the gun shop right down the road in Sunrise, and I bought a gun, but they wouldn't give it to me right then. And <laughs> mm-hmm. They wouldn't give it to me right then. I had to wait for the three-day cooling-off period, mm-hmm. and that was it was during the hurricane. Now I cooled off. You know, I don't want to kill anyone, so I think that's a good law. That is a great law. Well, thank God you cooled off. Probably the hurricane cooled you off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Neil. Have okay, a good day, pal. Okay, bottoms right. up. See, how do you like that? That's far too there. He cooled off a little bit, and thank God they wouldn't sell no goddamn ammunition. Yeah, let's sell a bunch of guns. Let's just stop selling ammunition. There you go. Hey, you know something? Just dawned on me. There's nothing in the Second Amendment that says that you can buy uh, uh, ammunition. The right to bear arms and legs, but not uh, no ammunition. Brilliant. Excellent idea. That's going to be the new approach, okay? You can buy all the weapons you want, no more ammo. Of course, what, what do you need ammo for when we've got all those goddamn hand grenades on American Airlines and the overheads? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Coral Springs. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. This whole thing on gun control. You know why people got to carry guns? Yeah. They're they're a little uh, insecure in their manhood. Mm-hmm. And the other thing on religion. George Collin put it the best. We're all supposed to believe in a little invisible man. Okay, thank you. You sure that's what he said? You think that's what George Collin said? No. No. Here's a, a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil, I got a uh, question for you on religion. Yeah. I, too, have my doubts about uh, the life after death. And, no, uh, I, don't, I don't have any doubts. Yeah, well, uh, you know, you can say that those people in uh, in Texas that were shot, that was God's plan for them, if you're a true believer. But the question I have about all this... Nice, uh, well, nice plan, by the way. Yeah, just really. Like, well, just like he sent his son to be nailed up on a cross. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, why did God take out the Bahamas and uh, not Orlando? But along the same lines... Maybe because uh, Orlando looks better, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit... Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, God, Neil. Uh, the question is, is that how does, you know, the supernatural phenomena fit all into this? This is what I'm wrestling with. The, uh, I certainly think that... Uh, Sir, the answer is always the same. Don't question the Lord. He works in mysterious ways. Isn't that a nice catch-all? No, but I don't believe that, you know. But that's uh, always the answer. Yeah, but, I mean, there's got to be something more to it. And that's that's the only thing that separates me from uh, uh, being an agnostic and an atheist. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I can come up with a logical, reasonable explanation for that, because if... Uh, an explanation those... for what? 
Well, you know, the uh, the ghosts, the visions, the uh, uh, the supernatural, the X-Files, you know, if you will. The X-Files? Well, the X-Filish events. The supernatural, the unexplainable. Like what? Well, like... Uh, like little green men on the moon? <laughs> uh, not quite that far out. But, uh, you know, fairly well documented uh, visions of uh, people... Sugar plums, okay, our heads. Okay, so, okay God, God bless you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. He must be watching that psychic network too much. Like I said, 5-6, and we're giving the number for the tarot card reader, too, while we're at it. 5-6-7-0-5-60. Oh, got 400 open lines here all of a sudden. God, I wish we had more dolphin tickets to give away. Not. And pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. 126 at QAM. Let me W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. One in the air. The news with one in the air. You know, I guess Juan, when he uh, left Channel 7 to hook up there with the Mayor Pinga, I guess he thought he was like hooking on with a real a rising star, a big superstar, who was going to move way up there in the political world. The only thing, the song that comes to mind, remember, You Old Farts Like Me, that song by Perry Como years ago, Catch a Falling Star? That's what you did, Juan. You caught a big bomba. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Where's lunch, by the way? Well, it'll be great. They'll come here just in time. We can enjoy it in peace when the show's over. And listen to Hank with Pino Cook. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, you brought up a, a real interesting topic today. Yes, I did. Well, with respect to. Forget about the guns and everything else like that. That's a, a given, and, and anybody, every, okay, everybody, everybody, anybody who's sane would would, uh, would realize that that's a problem. But you brought up the point of like, who's going to be the leaders? You said, you know, you said in Broward County there is no leadership. You're mm -hmm. correct. But who would want to be a leader if you're an intelligent person and you've lived your life? Undoubtedly, you have some sort of skeletons in your closet of mm -hmm. one type or another. You've done something mm -hmm. that that the the uh, phony balonies in this world are gonna gonna be able to hold up and say, "See, you did this, you did that, mm -hmm. you did the other thing." Yeah, but but that's that's just a, a new excuse. I mean, even years ago, look at all the dumb people we've had. We had Gerald Ford was the president. We had Jimmy Carter. We've had some of the most mediocre, pathetic, tragic losers. Where do we find these people? Well, I I, I don't know, but I mean. You know, you sit around, well, I, I look at you. Look at you, for example. You, you know, you could, not that you would want, why would you want to be a leader in this community? You're, you're a leader in this community. Well, you are uh, ex post facto or whatever, blah, 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 no. because people listen to you and this yeah. is a public forum and you, and you state you state things that... It's a radio show. It's an entertainment show. I'm not some kind of a leader. Well, I can't. I can't even get people to call a show. I'm going to lead them into a, out of the wilderness. I, I can't make these people do anything. 
Well, that's neither here nor there. But you're a person of intelligence, and you're you're somebody that you understand the way things are in this world. Yeah. And and the thought of becoming a, a, a politician or having some nauseating, ridiculous. It's it's abhorrent to anybody that that doesn't want to stand up there and and uh, like uh, pull down their their pants and 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 show their uh, privates to the world and say mine is bigger than mine is bigger than yours. And that, uh, it, it it's it's ridiculous when you look at the people that are. That are running for uh, for the president now, and and you take that down to uh, oh, Broward, you take terrifying. it down to Broward, Broward County, and you look at you look at people that that are in power here, guys like or people who were in power like Lamelo or Abramowitz or any of these guys here, they're all a bunch of pompous little uh, little Napoleons, and mm-hmm. they're they're all running around uh, with with their own personal agendas, and people that that generally have something good that can contribute, well, they're, they're busy running their lives or making a living or contributing to their family and friends or maybe mm-hmm. even involved in charity or something like mm-hmm. that. But, but mm-hmm. where does the, where's the answer going to come from? Well, you know, okay, thanks for uh, the hopeless uh, thing. 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th. I mean, are we looking to solve the problems of the world here today? No. No, I'm just, uh, we're just uh, talking out loud. Like they did on Whammy, out loud. That's what we're doing. By the way, so who's going to replace the Cubans? How about the Chinese, like I've said many times before? Love the Chinese people. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing? Okay. Listen, I want to change the topic for just a minute. I read in the Herald today that Penn State is offering now their ice cream by mail. And Penn I guess State? it's a Penn State University is now delivering ice cream by mail. Yeah. And it's 74.50 a gallon. Mhm. I don't understand who's going to buy that. It can't possibly be as good as fish food. Mhm. All right, Neil, bye. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I'm so lucky that I don't have important things like that to be concerned with and worried about. You know, they just killed eight people at a goddamn church in Fort Worth, Texas last night, and this woman is worried about Penn State is shipping out their ice cream. I think that call answered most of the questions that we've been raising here today. What kind of flavors are they offering? Probably like the uniforms of their football team. Bland. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Val Harbor. Hello. Mobile in Val Harbor. Oh yeah, this is me. How are you? Yes, yeah, sir. Okay. I'm originally from Venezuela, South America, but I live here in the Aventura area. See. I was I was listening to your uh, radio show a few minutes ago, where there was a gentleman who said that he was caught uh, in a fight or something and he wanted to kill these people. I just want to congratulate congratulate him if you know if by chance he's on the air, and also I would like to make a comment. Congratulate him for what? For not you know well not congratulate him. Congratulate um, the law that says that you know three days to um, purchase ammunition or guns or whatever. If he wasn't, he cooled off about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was well, a very mature thing to do. And when, I wanted to make a no, comment. It wasn't a mature thing to do. I mean, he didn't have any choice. They wouldn't sell it to him. They wouldn't give it to him for three days. It wasn't a mature thing. Well, he was, not, he was admitting not, that if they would have sold it to him, he would have gone back and blown some of these crap away is what he said. No, I'm, 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 I'm sorry about saying that, but I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about the, the person. I'm talking about the whole uh, the idea. Waiting of, period, of yeah. fully, mm-hmm. The waiting period, yeah. The waiting period, I think that's very good. 
in Venezuela, we don't have that, and and that's what I'm, I was trying to tell. You know, uh, the difference between that. You know, plus there is no type of gun uh, outlaw. Anybody can buy a gun, and anybody can do, use it at the same time or the same day that they purchase. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, you know, caught my um, attention to say, to hear that because I think that's very good, and I congratulate the person who made the law. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. Of course, he's talking about Venezuela, which, as we know, is a tenth world country. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line twenty two till two at QAM. Firefighters remain perched high on these long ladders, uh, hoses in hand. All right. He said that it's not true that he ever used cocaine. George is nice when he denies that he tried cocaine. What the Republican say in an attempt to save his campaign? He said he's pure as a saint, and he would never play with cocaine. George he denies when he denies, and he tries cocaine. 143 at 560, WQM, there's Bubba. We must be uh, sending uh, some of our troops into East Timor into this peacekeeping thing. That's what this thing is all about. Last night. <clears throat> yeah, that's what it's about. In the Wedgwood Baptist Church in Fort, Fort Worth, little Aaron Jones there. A prayer brother. service for teenagers. Something in his throat. A gunman killed seven worshippers, wounded seven others, yeah, and killed himself. Uh huh. Yet again, <clears throat> we have seen a sanctuary violated by gun violence, taking children, brimming with faith and promise and hope. Outrageous. Before their time. Yeah. Our nation's support and prayers or with the families of the victims, those still suffering in the hospital, and the entire Fort Worth community. Federal law enforcement officials are now working with state officials and local authorities to find all the answers. But we know we have to redouble our efforts to protect our children. We know we have to act as if it were our own children being targeted by gun violence. Yeah. We know that there is nothing we can do to assure that this will never happen, but there is a lot more we can do to assure that it will happen more rarely. And I can only hope that the shock of this event will spur that kind of action. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, that's it. A little laryngitis there. It kind of like takes the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the impact out of it. The oomph. Was there any oomph in the first place? No. no. Not really. Eight million open lines here, baby. Look at this. This guy's giving me a song to dance before. That's why I have to laugh at my tremendous power, and I'm a leader, and I'm this, and I, I got one call on the board. Got a quarter of an hour to kill here yet today, and I got one call on the board. That's the great motivator I am in this dead-ass town. Five six seven oh five sixty. And pound 560. Probably everybody that was on the phone got off so they could call up Penn State and order that ice cream for 74.50 a pint or whatever the hell it was. 
Here's a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. And I always work for myself, self-employed and all this, most of my adult life. So I think for myself, basically, and you know what getting slain in the spirit is, correct? What What is? When you get slain in the spirit, when you see these people falling down oh, yeah. from a touch of the Lord sure. and all uh-huh. this stuff. Well, I never really believed in that. But I was, this minister came to our church, and he was teaching the youth. A lot of these youths were falling down, and I was just up there catching them. And next thing you know, I, I tears come out of my eyes a little bit because I really loved what this man was doing for these kids. Yeah. Some of them are on drugs and whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, he came over to me and touched my cheeks with his hands. He touched your cheeks? Yeah, my rectum, uh, not my face. Oh, I see. And. Believe it or not, I went right down. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it that mm-hmm. I fell down. Yeah. And like I said, I can't it, either. It never happened to me, and it's supposed to be a, a word from the Lord. Yeah. Word. So, uh, yeah, I don't know either. I, I don't understand it either, because uh, I'm basically new to this. I've only been going to church for about three years. Yeah, word. Uh, but it happened, and it makes me believe a hell of a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What made me fall down? You're asking me. You there. I'm here. I lost you for a second. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea what happened, but... Uh, yeah. Okay, well, God bless you, sir. You're over there in Fort Myers, so it goes to show you that he works in mysterious ways. Uh, How do you like that? He just uh, all falls down. Proves it to me. Yeah, proves it to me. What what made it happen? It's not one of these deals. Like, like prove it didn't happen. He just said it happened. You prove it didn't happen, Mr. Cynic. Cynic Spick. Somebody pushed me down. I prove we don't have 40 million Cubans here in South Florida. Just prove it right now. Time's up. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. There's a guy. He got the spirit, baby. They put the old hands on. I kind of like that. The old hands on. Don't most of you guys like the old hands on? Uh-huh. That's right. What's wrong with a little hands on action? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, how you doing today? Great. Good, good. I've already told my grandmother to stay away from the church. You know, she goes there four times a week, five times a week. She's out of her mind. Yeah. I just tell her to keep away. Now, after yesterday, it's ridiculous, you know? It's just, uh, there's no end to it. There'll never be an end to it. It's crazy. That's all I really wanted to say. Okay, thanks for the good news. A lot of good, uplifting calls here today. <laughs> oh, it's hopeless! It's kind of like the sky is falling, the things we were doing on Monday here. When we really thought that maybe the sky was falling. Remember that? Those are good days. Uh-huh. And then we find out nothing was going on. And so that's why we had to kill all day Tuesday with a bunch of hyperventilating assholes and a bunch of uh, self-aggrandizing politicians and a jackass with big ham hocks named Al Sunshine on Channel 4, whom we all hate like poison. He's an asshole. Amen. And that's a compliment, by the way, Al. That's a compliment in your case. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi, Neil. Uh, Pig Report, Pines Boulevard, east of I-75. They're waiting for everyone there, and I think they're roasting a pig. I... It looks like Al Sunshine, though, so uh-huh. to be mistaken. Okay, thanks for the good news. You're welcome. Bye-bye. In fact, if they are roasting Al Sunshine, I'll come by to uh, help out. I'll come by and uh, work on the spit. <laughs> That's right. Nothing like it, baby. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Neil God, baby, who's going to lead this community out of the wilderness. I'm a leader. Can we get these goddamn people to the phone? No. 
Every day of my life, it's a goddamn uh, song and dance, like a contest, an endurance contest to see if we can make it until 2 o'clock. No matter how many people are getting shot, no matter how many blowjob hurricanes are out there, no matter what the how much battle uh, Bubba's laryngitis is, no matter how many troops are sending to East Timor because we've got a bunch of crazy Muslims and Catholics killing each other over there. More of that good old-time religion. For the guy that called at 5 minutes to 11 this morning and wanted me to talk about the good things religion does, just take a look at Indonesia, man where the Muslims and the Catholics are slaughtering each other. All because their God is better than, uh, you know how it goes. 10 before 2 at 560 WQM, it's...